0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to podcast 62. 62! I'm Ian, and I'm obviously leading the podcast today because it's new and it's 2024, and we're trying something new. And obviously, I'm joined by my co host, Gary. Hello, everyone. And obviously, on my left (laughs) is is my buddy Andy. What's (laughs) up, everyone? about the same right for our it's podcast like, listeners,
1: he just had to check his hand <laughs> yes. to know which way Here he was looking. my right
0: hand, but it's on my left, <laughs> man, man. Welcome to 2024. 2024, it's man. already going really well, isn't podcast it? Podcast 62, we've come such a long <laughs> way. We were about to start getting Yeah, losing look, how, it. look how fluid <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> we got it all down, man. Um, but today's podcast, we will obviously be catching up in the first section, and then in the second part, we will be doing, we will be doing a counting down of our top 10 picks of 2023 and then in the third part we will be answering all of your questions um so i suppose because i'm leaning i'll go first with what i've been up to since the last time we were on why not sure christmas came along we had a christmas ate far too much drank far too much sat around and didn't do a lot, which was kind of balancing the. You're doing all of our catch sorry. are you? Uh, bro, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> so this, kind of what we all this, did as this well. This shit's going to echo, That's all I'm saying. But <laughs> I did watch a few things, which I know is a fucking shocker, because I don't ever watch anything more than cartoons. I was and to say wrestling. you told us you haven't watched anything. That is true. I, I watched a <laughs> you few. You come things. kicking the door in. We had we had we had I, we had family down over Christmas. Uh, my granddaughter came down. She wanted to watch a bunch of films, and I I watched a film with her that she wanted to watch on Netflix. And uh, people were talking about and so I was kind of like, you know what, let's watch it. I'm glad I did. Was it Saltburn? No, it fucking wasn't. (laughs) I'm not fucking talking about a fucking stupid-ass movie like that with some stupid-ass scenes just to keep people talking. I'm talking about the stupid atrocity that was fall. Two girls climb a giant rusted tower in the middle of the desert and get stuck all the way at the top. I told you in the pub at Christmas. No, I
1: remember, but... I'm pretty sure you told me about it, uh, the- Gary.
0: Gary watched really it. Oh, like New Year's it. Eve,
1: right? We were in the pub on New Year's Eve, and you were ranting about it
0: then. I was ranting about it then. Because I, I, now. I, I, I oh,
1: shit face Then I <laughs> sat
0: down to watch this. Like I said, with my granddaughter, I had no real hope that it would be actually any good. One, it's on Netflix, um, which is going to kind of contradict something I'm going so well. to say. So much of my top ten is Netflix. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was just so fucking stupid. And what I mean by it being fucking stupid was. These two girls climb this rusted tower in the middle of the desert all the way to a really, really... Fu- it's like, how many fucking miles up?
2: Well, it's not a mile, but it's a long way up.
0: It's a fucking really, really fucking long, long way up, right? Yeah. And they get stuck up there because... You write the, the DVD card. The ladder is so rusted and so <laughs> shit... Then it collapses. And
2: the, the whole film is is stupid. basically it plays on your fear of heights and it uses every yeah. cinematic you know trick what? in the book. Yes,
0: it does. And as someone who does, does, does suffer
2: from a fear of heights, I, I almost agree. turned the film off because I was having an anxiety near panic attack
0: watching yeah. it. Which, which, which is...
2: It was that effective.
0: Which is fair enough because that is the only effective thing about the movie is that they went, right, they're on top of this tower, everybody's going to be scared of heights. Let's not bring in any other fucking aspect of elemental danger in this desert. Well, they did. They, 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 no, there they did There was no. a, a very uh, angry vulture. Oh, yes, there was a very angry vulture. <laughs> They're in the middle of this fucking desert.
1: Why am I getting cat's eyes by of this, <laughs> On top of this fucking <laughs> tower. The they yeah, climb yeah, yeah. up this
0: tower. It must take them an hour, maybe a couple, because it fucking edits for them to climb all the way to the top. In the middle of the desert, with the sun shining down on them, they don't get heat stroke. They don't get dehydrated.
1: Is there a shot with, like, the sun moving over a rock and a scorpion? Uh, no. no, that was in the one... That was a movie we did do a
0: couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's but,
1: a desert. You've got to film a scorpion yeah. moving past a yeah. rock. It's the surely, opening scene, but, actually.
0: They are <laughs> up, up there for, like, two to three days, right? And they, they they are they are just exposed. They are fucking exposed to the elements, and it has no fucking effect on them. Like, night time comes, the temperature in the desert drops so dramatically that to be just the sat... The get angry. <laughs> just to be sat on a fucking tower in the middle of the desert in your vest and shorts and not get cold? They didn't even have a fucking blue lip. They didn't even shit the bottom lip didn't even quiver to go, oh, I'm feeling a little bit cold here. Oh, I wish it was daytime because that was really hot. Three fucking days, this girl stuck up there. She she barely fucking gets hungry. She barely gets dehydrated. She barely gets hot or fucking cold. The most she gets fucking scared of is the fact that she's going to be sitting on this tower for the rest of her fucking life and nobody's going to know because, oh, I'm going to go out in the middle of desert with my friend and not tell anybody... Where we are, which is the most common fucking trope for these movies, where two people get trapped in something. The fucking camera angle at the beginning where the boyfriend just happens to look at her friend, blatantly scream, "cheater" in my face. So when it, spoilers, when it turns out that actually her friend, one of the girl's friends, is sleeping with the now dead boyfriend. That's the descent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was! It was! I was thinking that as well! I was thinking that while I was watching, like, they stole that from the fucking descent. Because, amazing. But this is the ascent! Yes! So it's like. Yes, it yeah, was but, the ascent! they're going to descend very quickly. When they she fall. does descend very quickly <laughs> because her friend ends and downs and, and then, bounce. is it a
1: dream that she fell? no you know, like no, she no, escapes
0: no. <laughs> no no she dies but the the dream is that she still sees her friend towards the end of the movie but her friend's not really there and had died all the, uh, earlier so she gets her phone the rope that they use wait
1: sorry so she does have like a fucking
0: she does she does have
1: just like in The Descent.
0: Just like in The Descent. The rope, no, that, okay, they used to, <laughs> the rope that they use to get up and down this tiny little section changes length so many times in the movie. It was like they had just different size rope for different situations. And there's a point where she's just like, oh, I need to contact my dad, but the signal up here won't get out because my phone's not got a signal. I don't know how that works. Um, so if I pre, pre-post the message, then shove the phone into the corpse of my friend and push it off a ledge so it falls all the way down then when it hits the floor the message will be sent to my dad and he oh by the way played by negan the dad was (laughs) jeffrey d morgan (laughs) Ah. (laughs) i said that as well i went huh the dad's Jeffrey D Morgan. I didn't <laughs> see that in the trailer or any of the posters that Netflix stuck out. Why? Oh, because he's only in two sequences that last about a 20 minute. minutes <laughs> yeah. for each sequence. For the, g-
1: does the message that she jammed inside, mate, please tell me the text is, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> no. It was more like the dad sees the message pop up and then drives out there and goes, oh, where is she? Where is she? Oh, look, it's a dead body. Oh, she must be up there. And So it worked. worked. It does, yeah.
1: It shouldn't. Cool. It shouldn't.
0: It was so shit. It was so. I, uh, I, I, wanted, I really wait, enjoyed wait,
1: wait, it. Who wanted to watch this?
0: Uh, Miley Grandor. Do you want to watch it? So you just ruined Christmas. Ran no, her no. About this movie. The, all the, way the funny was thing was this. You
1: all the way from the movie. Man, the,
0: that's the that's the thing. That's why I also want to talk about it is that she wanted to watch The Exorcist. Now, obviously, Miley is oh, the uh, original. Grandor, the original. She is. Uh, she. She's kind of. So coming 14, up, to be, right? yeah, coming up she to being a same teenager. As Jessica. So it was the idea of obviously, you know, what if she wants to watch these horror movies, watch them with her, you know, because we so, all watched them when we were young. Yeah, so, we watched yeah. Shining the other day. So let's just get through it. Let's parenting. Then, when we watched the Exorcist, she really didn't appreciate it that much. Mm. But then we watched Wreck Two because she really she watched Wreck. I'm to watch yeah. Wreck Two. Um, she watched rec two and she actually appreciated the Exodus more. So then she was, like,
1: <laughs> she was like, wow compared to this piece of shit this is really good <laughs> <"Granda>,
0: <laughs> let's watch four because I really got excited So I was like, let's watch Fall and what made it even special is that she found it more stupid because yes, the only fear element united was, in hatred the, the only fear element was they were on this tower nothing else nothing else was there to be scary. and like you said, if you're not afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. we talked about this Frozen was much better because they filmed it on oh, the side
1: soundtrack man she they, they filmed it, go. it on the <laughs>
0: side they filmed that on the side of a mountain didn't they they, they did yeah they actually went to
3: the
1: location yeah.
0: they, they, they built a tower and so when you could tell when they were when they were in certain scenes that the element they weren't actually being beamed on by a sun for like 6 or 7 yeah. hours at once yeah. it was
1: Ironically, this is going to be a theme actually that runs through my top ten of like. It's amazing what happens when you know you actually shoot on fucking location, location isn't it? <laughs> not with a yeah. in
2: a green cube. But I, I mean, I've I've just, got just an to close. But yeah, still. just to close. I, I really enjoyed Fall, and again, I, I think it plays on the fear of heights masterfully well. <laughs> yes, the, the dialogue, the scripts, the characters are are tropey and cliched, uh, but that's not what I was there for. You know, the fact that they were competent enough to carry the film. Uh, And of course, you know the the surprise cameo towards the end. Uh, I enjoyed it. At the beginning, he was in At the beginning, sorry, yeah, Uh, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, Yeah, I don't think it's a great film, but I enjoyed it uh, a lot. Uh, Uh, And I'm very happy that the studio had done very, very well for them. Fall's done really well on Netflix. Uh, They've managed managed to expand their film company. Uh, It's actually a British film company that made it uh, in partner with an American company, and now they're working on Fall Two. Basically, they want two. Falling. And now basically they want to take the premise and just do it again but with some more money.
0: Then so. then make sure those elements work because
1: oh, and the L's can be the cannot, two <laughs> in fall You soon. cannot Probably have two girls. You, so.
0: you cannot have two girls go out into the middle of the desert to climb some stupid tower and not think about what's going to happen if somebody goes to steal their car, which blatantly happens. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen.
1: The problem is mate, is all I'm hearing is your version of like a disaster movie like that <laughs> is they drive out to the tower and just go, fuck this, this is dangerous, and leave, and then credits roll. Bro, so-
0: watch it, and come <laughs> back next vlog, guys, and either tell me it was the most amazing fucking shit you ever watched, or you turned it yeah, off. Now
1: I'm going, just to watch Next
0: film on my <laughs> list that I watch, uh, Linda and I have been on a bit of a sci-fi kind of binge last couple of Fridays, um, and we watched uh, Creator, the Creator on uh, oh, uh, Disney+. Fuck plus. fuck, I watched this. You, didn't, you didn't enjoy it. No, I didn't. Visually, it was... Very Visually, nice. it's great. Visually, it was very nice. It was predictable as hell. Oh yeah, and, and the story, and the yeah, and the story, yeah, and the, sto- the story great. just didn't hold my interest. Like as soon as certain things happened, if you haven't seen it, obviously go out. We're not going to massively spoil it, but um, as soon as the movie started, I was like, in my head, oh, if this is who they're saying this is, that's who I would make it. <sighs> yep. And that person turns out to be it. Yup. And oh, if if they're going to do, if they're going to have like a special character turn up, I would make that person the special character. Oh, what's, lo and behold. What's the, the way, name the of the lead girl? guy, the lead actor? Remember, uh d- uh he? he was in Washington. Tenet, right? Yeah, he Tenet. was in, yeah. Are they Donald
1: Washington? Mate, some of the robots that look like the ones Chappie... He's in Black as well.
0: Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Chappie as well. Yeah,
1: some, some of the robots that look like they were at Chappie, the ones with the sheer faces, yeah, faces had yeah. more emotion than he did in that
0: movie. Yeah. <laughs> he did emote as much as he did in Tenet, and I was like, is that what they were Which trying to go much. for? Which weren't much in that to be fair either yeah no but for Tenet it works him just trying to apply it in the creator yeah because everyone was just
1: trying to work out what the fuck was going on in Tenet (laughs)
0: yeah yeah you've got to watch it like three or four times easily it it wasn't great but at the same time if I was say 12 years old and hadn't and didn't have the experiences with sci-fi movies that I have I would probably really enjoy it it's a visual feast Yeah, visual feast but a bigger visual feast that I watched that was on Netflix Dune Part 1 yeah hey I finally watched Dune. Nice. <laughs> it was oh. <laughs> amazing. It um, looked great. Yeah. And and it does play out very really, really fucking nice. No, I don't think it did. Why?
1: Um, it was basically, uh, and this is a problem I got with a lot of movies. It was a part one. Yeah. So it was like, here's this guy, no guy, this, guy, this, guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. How but much but do you want to know about him? Not fucking much. Yeah, but anyway, you, come back for part two and three. Right, right. That's the majority right, I know. I, I, I No, I get,
0: I, I get what you're meaning, but you knew that walking in there. Yeah. So why um, watch it wait, and wait, why wait. not just wait until part two comes wait, out so you uh, can do both of them back to back okay. and you don't have to wait for that. Alright. So Do you want these films to make any money?
1: You... <laughs> like...
0: Mate. I, I, no, no. <laughs> the uh, whole point See, I don't the whole care about that because when Dune the came out in the, 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 the movie 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 cinema is is I didn't yeah, go and see go. it. I didn't right. go and see Dune in the cinema because part two is not going to be out for another three or four years so what's the point of me rushing to the cinema to watch it on the big screen? I'll wait until I get to watch it at home and I knew that going into part one I... I was already prepared for it because Dune, nineteen eighty four, was it with yeah. uh, Carl, like that. Karl McLaughlin and Sting. Yeah. Sting! <laughs> now that movie is a visual feast as well, but they cut out so much and they 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 rush it so quickly to just do the pinnacle points of the book that the film is a is a mismatch. So I already knew walking into Dune Part One that they would have to do. The explanation of Paul, the explanation of House Arrakis, the the the, the explanation of House Harconian, the little battle on Dune. You know, Paul would have to be separated from his family. The whole Oscar Isaacs bit was worth it alone because that was visually just amazing to watch him, um, you know, crack the tooth. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. coughs> I've hey, it great. I've still got my cough. I'm fucking... Winter time, so that's why I'm Damn. trying to drink beer free. Yeah, visually it looked great. It was better than Star Wars,
1: Yeah. visually. Not the most recent ones? Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. But at the same time, as a counter to that, so many people complain... Make it Scott, a check, make so many, so many people complain that Star Wars, oh yeah, it's a space opera, it's not going any drama. Dune does the exact same thing. It's just government houses arguing <laughs> over a planet. It's just dr- space opera all over. I know you didn't
1: you watch Rebel Moon?
0: No. <laughs> yeah, I'm I not did. interested in Rebel Moon. No. <laughs>
2: and that was uh, a visual feast. <laughs>
1: fucking no man Why this is the thing when i watched creator the other day and uh, like uh, you know i watched dude dude's got potential but i and i said yeah, that, now listen wait wait wait, wait. Really and serious. i said this because we talked about it like you know you said it was one that like you know you really recommended that i should watch in the cinema and everything like that and i said like yeah man i i know that it's a part one so i, I yeah. agree i yeah, was yeah. like i don't see the point in watching it but again it was on and i was like yeah fuck, i'll watch it and stuff like that and it was okay as a film visually great yeah but then again i I've watched that this month. I watched The Creator and I fucking watched Rebel Moon. Oh See, and I'm it's like, Rebel when, moon. Crap, yeah. It's been pretty crap. When I'm the fuck did sci-fi get so fucking bad? I used to love sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Re- yeah. Rebel Moon and now I kn- and I didn't know until after I watched it about the whole thing of like Oh, there's actually, like, the three-hour Snyder version that's coming to Netflix soon. I'm like, well, that yeah. makes sense, because this fucking movie... Yeah,
2: had no character. One,
1: if you took all the fucking slow-mo out of it, you yeah. might have had time to fit some fucking oh, dialogue in. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. Hell yes. Like, do you know
2: what I mean? It was slow-mo for, for slow-mo's sake. Sorry, safe. one
1: second. Got in the chat, it's not quite Seven Samurai in Space, it's fucking Bugs Life in Space.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is
0: Seven Samurai. Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But it's just better to come out <laughs> Bugs' the life stars for uh, is, how you better. really feel about it. Battle Beyond the Stars is better than Rebel Moon. I, I don't understand like, the, what the big excitement for Rebel Moon was. Because it's, it's Zack Snyder, huge, and it's his first big, you know,
2: nice. And he wanted to do, do Star, Star Wars. And they said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, there was loads of Games Workshop, like flags and banners <laughs> <laughs> and imagery. It was, it was the, the
1: even one of them, because they called it, obviously, like, you know, like the Motherland, the Motherland, whatever it's called. And then someone actually called it the Imperium, and I was like hey did you drop that by accident because <laughs> like, you were just looking around mate the second that the fucking dick shaped ships came out of the giant vaginas in space in the yeah. third scene I was like uh, this so Zack Snyder <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> right. oh there's a rape yeah, there's <laughs> the attempted rape uh, it's a yeah. Zack Snyder movie before so. you
0: go crazy though, let me do this do my last movie and Sorry, then you bro, guys you can jump ahead. in at your movies the last never
1: sci-fi movie though I'll last, last the movie
0: that I, that I watched uh, which was on Netflix as well because I was going to buy it on DVD but I thought you know what I'll, I'll watch it first before I buy it and I'm definitely going to buy it now um, it was actually more fun than all the past three movies that I watched, even Dune, and totally better than fucking four, was Sonic 2. Okay. I, watched- I watched that one. I didn't uh, watch that Knuckles. One. It's got Knuckles. Oh no, and, and Tails. no I haven't watched that you
2: one. You know what I, One I, one Sonic movie was enough. I watched no, it just for Jim Gary and I was.
0: Yeah, but that's satisfied. it. Jim, yeah, but Jim I know, but I was satisfied.
2: Like and maybe if like like five years from now I'm like, you know what, Jim Gary's not like retired and I need a new movie, I'll watch th- Sonic Two.
0: That's what I'm saying. I <laughs> wasn't too excited to watch Sonic One. Uh, because it looked stupid. The whole thing about how the hedgehog looked online and the big kick up about getting it the special effects. You know, James Marsden... It looked good um, by the time it got it there. It did, yeah. 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 Um, it looked he, like Sonic, at least. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he's not the best actor in the world, so he gets a lot of these parts. That's a
1: statement. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> the funny thing was, Sonic 1 came out at the same time as Hop, and it was basically him in the same role in both movies, where he has this imaginary creature did that it? he's got to go... Did, did it come yeah. out at the same time? It's pretty much the same year, I think it was. You know I mean, well, you can because like, w- I watched Hot
1: with a kid. That feels like it was fucking. Crazy. Check it out. I might be wrong, no, no but like
0: I said, the plot lines just seemed exactly the same to me. Where Damn. this guy <laughs> ends up with this imaginary creature. I watched Sonic One, and I thought, you know what? That really does work. They've got the magic rings. They've got Green Hills. They've got Mushroom Zone. They've even managed to get somehow Jim Carrey to be, at the moment, the best Doctor Robotnik we've ever had. So then when Sonic 2 came out, I was well, like, "Yeah, you know what? I want to see Sonic 2. I want to see more Jim Carrey. I want to see more Sonic. I'm a big Knuckles fan. I watched the film <laughs> all the way through. Sorry. Yes. Jim Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> He's always it,
1: been a big fan of his Knuckles.
0: Yeah. You know, all right. It is a bit predictable if you're going to sit there as an adult, you know, 40, 50 years old and go, I know how this movie's going to go. But if you're like me and you go, you know what? It's a Saturday fucking morning. I've got my coffee. I'm barely awake. Let's watch yeah, I mean, how much,
1: Sonic. How much do you really want out of a Sonic movie other than make the blue hedgehog <laughs> run fast? That's fast. It, that's, that's, that's <laughs> it. Make him run make really fast. Jump run on things. <laughs> things.
0: Man, when tails, cool. tails just goes, "Hi, I'm Tails." Do you know why they call me Tails? And Sonic goes, "Cause you got two tails." And Tails is like, "Yeah, how did you know?" I was like, "I got this movie." I
3: <laughs> oh, um, uh, did.
1: Did you see the casting news for the third one though? About who's going to play Shadow? Uh, no. Hay- Hayden Christensen. Wow. Which I was like.
0: Fuck! Dark. Yes! Don't, Sonic. <laughs> um, okay. Also, uh, before I jump off to one of these guys, uh, as a pre-warning, do not, by any fucking means, do not watch the Asterix and Obelisk movie, which is on Netflix, the live-action one. Okay. <laughs> fucking... That's quite an old
1: one as well, isn't no, it? No, 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 no. Is a, there a, new it's a new one? It's a
0: new one. They go to the... Uh, it's, uh, I wouldn't watch any called fucking called Asterix and Obelisk uh, in the Forbidden Kingdom, where they go to China. It was fucking bad. It was kind of racist in certain points as well. Um You guys, what, what's next? What's new with you? Um I kinda wanna watch
1: this Asterix novel.
2: <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> left us hanging on
1: I mean I'll go because mine's gonna be real quick. Sure, fair, yeah, go for like it. I, said, I mean we had like I said, we had Christmas and everything. That was great. I'm yeah. now sober because I drank way too fucking much. So Sober um, for
3: how long now? <laughs> I haven't had a
1: drink since twenty twenty three, bro. Oh, okay, <laughs> so, okay. yeah, I'm I, I always do it at the start of the year. I always come off the booth for a couple nice. of months just to like try and Remember what planet I'm on, mm. um, <laughs> but other than yeah, I did catch up with Dune. I did watch the like Rebel Moon and stuff that was coming out. But I did um, get a chance to. Um, I wanted to like play a couple of like random games, and I ended up playing Rise of the Tomb Raider on Games Pass. Nice. Oh, is that, that the first on that. one or the second? I think that's the first after the initial remake of oh, yeah. Tomb Raider. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the first because then Shadow of the Tomb Raider is right. the that's next one. That's the
2: third one. one, yeah. Dude,
1: fucking. It was excellent.
2: Like, Okay, Shadow's the only one I've not played.
1: Well for a game from twenty fucking fifteen, sixteen, I was like yeah. this totally fucking holds up. Yeah, yeah. Like the combat was excellent, the traversal was excellent, everything about it, the fact that it made me want to like, you know, like no yeah I'll, I'll, I'll fucking take yeah I'll take the time to fucking oh there's something over there off the beaten path yeah I'll yeah. go fucking do it yeah, yeah. yeah I thought yeah, the, I the know, cinematics worked really well for the storytelling yeah like a lot of time when I play games now it's sort of like oh, I ain't got time to do all the fucking action I just want to get through the storyline and enjoy it and stuff like that but yeah but did yeah, you yeah, feel was, the
2: actual urge to go explore yeah, no, a little bit and do
1: some good. hunting all the, and all the crafting and build up the, the different environments that yeah. you end up in the travel I love
0: watching Linda play it she was well definitely yeah I
1: very nearly bought Shadow the Tomb Raider um because it was on yeah. sale, I just was like, "No, I pay for games."
0: Sorry, for really. me, They'll
2: it's, on it's got... also like part of a larger conversation about video games and their remakes. Because Tomb Raider was a successful remake, you know, mm. God of War was yeah, a successful was. remake, the Resident Evil has been a successful remakes. So There's mm. been lots of really good, re- you know, good reboots uh, for, for for video games. Mm. It's a complete contrast to movies. It really is funny, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's
1: um, yeah, it's great. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. But other than that, I think um, I think just the movies that we've mentioned is all I caught. Course- oh, last night. I fucking binged Masters of the Universe. Oh, Revolution.
2: me too. Two episodes. Well, back the, back.
1: Netflix. Watched I have I watched, watched
2: all of it. Oh, I, sta- I, was, all was, of it I stayed up. Well, I was very
1: centred. Man,
0: we watched the, fu- the, so, the, <laughs> the,
1: the fucking... I was extremely... <laughs> the I'm the not drinking, but I was extremely centred when man, I watched it. I, I oh, really so enjoyed good.
0: that first series so much uh, when they announced the second series coming on Netflix. Pacific, what? You're talking about... Oh, I thought you were talking Masters of the Universe.
2: Yeah. Oh, I was talking about Masters of the Air. Oh no!
0: Sorry. Oh no no no! no. We're talking
1: Mas- Master of the Universe. Go back, oh, to- Revolution, go back to the Revolution.
0: This one. No revelation. No. Revelation is the first one. Revolution. Revelation. One. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Dude, the fact that they bring uh, like William Shatner in. I don't. He's so new. I don't want to spoil it. It's literally just. Well, drop. I mean, but Hordax in it. We know Hordax because he in was in like it. the second one. But it's the fact of um, William Shatner, the character that he plays,
0: Kirk. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he plays Kirk in it. Um, having um, having a conversation with Mark Hamill is like oh that's yeah,
0: cool. like oh <laughs> like, I mean after the first <laughs> season where fucking evil Lin straddled Skeletor in a chair you know you're just like you either no, like Masters um, Universe or you don't and if you don't get the fuck out how, how,
1: have you watched any episodes of the new one no no like I uh, said mate, it came out on Thursday um, and I
0: was ready to watch there's it by so many it.
1: references specifically to the toys in it That's like I don't know if it's in the trailer. It's not not really a spoiler spoiler, but like do you remember like the one of him where he used to wear the armor with the the He Man symbol on it? Yeah. yeah, And you'd flip it and it would be like it'd be battle damaged. And then you flip it. He does that (laughs) (laughs) like it gets smashed and he just (laughs) <laughs> Changes it. I was <laughs> just like, yay! Yeah, <laughs> that's good, yeah, cool. You see a vision of a turnier in it, which okay. is like, and if you do know, like I was obsessed with those toys when I was a kid, and something I could never get. I saw, I saw once in a fucking um, magazine that I, I think, it, ironically, I think it was actually in a Ninja Turtles comic you know how okay. they all like, yeah, yeah, advertising yeah, yeah. each other yeah, yeah. Um, and it was the Eternia playset, which if you google yeah. you can see, and it's basically it's this one huge tower and these other two smaller towers with this stuff on it you see that in like this sort of vision
2: that's signal. pretty cool ah! mm! <laughs>
1: it's amazing bring back, back all the fucking happy toy memories. the best. So yeah, it was it was great. And uh, voice talents are amazing. The animation is still fucking just balls out, top notch. he still the first best? one. Yeah, I don't. Do you know what? I don't know about how much he wrote. He's his name's on it as producer yeah. and that. I don't know what he wrote on it. Because he's not getting um, any
0: backlash this time, man. Is
1: he? No. It's, yeah. Apparently, yeah. The internet's not out to get him for this one. Yeah, yeah, I give it, it a fuck. I think, I think they're too busy with great. everybody else. Um, but, oh man, the fucking. I mean, I loved. What he did with teela in that first season, yeah and a yeah. lot of people didn't i did yeah they were like hey man what she in does it. in this one as well is like even fucking. does uh, she straddle a chair she doesn't straddle a chair
0: Ah, oh, messed up she gets her cobra armor Ah, oh, she it's gets a cobra boss. gary's turn i've got to rewatch it though. oh start. masters of the air <laughs> it's uh
2: it's uh tom hanks Spielberg. It's basically Band of Brothers, but... In the sky. In In the the sky. sky. Five miles up over uh, enemy territory, bombing during the daylight. Uh, Is Matt Damon in it? Is
1: Matt Damon in it as well? It's only been two episodes so far. He's not appeared
2: appeared yet. I know know that they do have quite a stellar (laughs) cast. (laughs) 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 And pretty much just like Band of Brothers, I think all of the actors in Masters of the Air, you're going to see them in films and TV shows for the next 30 years. I think they're all... Really, really talented. All of them come together very well. The storytelling—it's—it's it's already yeah so much better than The Pacific. It's on par at the moment with Band of Brothers. Mm. So it's really engaging. If one once an episode ends, I'm just like, oh, I need the whole show right now. I was, oh, I was super excited. You're like the whole things. I was like, oh, I thought it was just two episodes. What, what's it on? Because uh, it's um, on Apple TV. So I'm it's it's, it's their like the huge promotion. For <laughs> He's them not as watching well. it on Apple TV. Nine people are, <laughs> <people> are <laughs> <Nine people laughs> watching watch Apple TV. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the one of the thing that I did actually take... Uh, took some time out last week to play uh, a board game uh called Oathsworn. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you ever, back in the day, you know, before the internet, when you had uh, adventure books that were, you know... um I still have oh, adventure choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. I, I still have. It's where uh,
1: games were shot. Pretty large, much. Yeah. Steve Jackson, Ian Livingston, yeah. man, that's how they so made their way. So Oathsworn Death is, Dungeons, is
2: 21 chapters split into two parts the first two hours is pick your own adventure storytelling and then after that it's a boss fight or a mob fight on one board mm. and then there's about two hours of fighting this boss mm. with cards and dice and miniatures and then it's back to the story and the story is also narrated um i, I can't remember his name it's something cosmos uh, he was uh, one of the uh, actors in uh, game of thrones the cosmos mandalore No. (laughs) Uh, He's got a very deep, uh, raspy voice, and he's a wonderful narrator for the story. Uh, So yeah, we played it all week. We haven't finished it yet, but highly engrossing and engaging you had such wonderful. a good time with oh, it man, is it something really that takes that, that long each chapter so it's 20, 21 chapters and you've, oh, you're looking okay. at two hours for the story and then two hours for the gameplay you know the, the, the boss afterwards ah, okay, okay. so you're looking at four hours a mission well, no,
1: well that's not too bad though it's, it's
2: not too good? bad um, it, is a, it is a very expensive <laughs> board game uh, you're looking at £140 pounds for the standee version and over £200 pounds for the miniature version. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it is no. it is quality in a box, though. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll
0: stick to Spark. I just dropped 90 on the Resident Evil board game. I'm good.
1: Oh, you play that? we got to talk to you about a 420 party.
0: Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. We well, i got, I got Resident a Resident Evil 1, 2, number. and 3 board game. <laughs> no. i got the girls on holiday. Uh,
2: nice. <laughs> Alan Wake 2 is the next thing we'll talk about. Now, I've had a bit of a love-hate relationship he with did. this game. Uh, when I first started playing it, I thought it was pretty bad. Uh, I thought the, the gameplay was so broken and jarring, spending so much time going back to the think room, you know, the brain room, the dream room, and like monotonously putting up information on this board repeating the exact same information we just had and in no way able to progress the story until your character puts the thing on the board and goes oh yeah i remember that now when it only happened 2 minutes ago and so it's <laughs> it's so frustrating in the game pauses its momentum so often to go back there to just go a to b to c to d to e so your character goes oh yeah even though you as a player already know this information it's so <laughs> annoying so i mean it's also gaming hasn't
1: really evolved has it in the last 60 years at the end of like, the day, like just hop on that war you
2: cat remedy <laughs> trying to do a survival <laughs> horror game but clearly they've not like played you know or, or attempted survival horror before so it feels clunky the combat feels uh horrible at times uh it doesn't and because it wants to be survival horror, it, it and there are so many moments of atmosphere, it just bombards you with the cheapest freaking jump scares you've ever experienced in a game. And it does where's it... The oh, where's the Wait hey. for it, wait
0: for it, because the, the, this, this, this <laughs> week, was my first <laughs> few sessions. The first time we played it, he was like, man, I hated this game, and I was really worried, because I was the one who got it for him for Christmas. <laughs> Last Thursday, I came out, and he was like, man, I'm so happy with Alan Wake. <laughs> I was like,
2: what? Now, I put it down to... Went I went comparison. into it thinking I was going to be playing something <laughs> so- like Alan Wake 2, the sequel to Alan Wake. But Alan Wake 2 is nothing like Alan Wake 1. Yeah. Yes, it's the same location, the same characters, but the gameplay is completely different. Right, okay. So so that, that was my first hurdle. My second hurdle was I like survival horror games. And Alan Wake 2 was two hours of story and walking around and walking around and story and walking around and then puzzle, yeah. puzzle, walking, puzzle. Or, oh, a fight! Then walking story, walking puzzle story. Where I was like, "Why have I got guns? I can run past these enemies. I don't even need to fight." So it, it started to grate on me, and I, I just felt I was in uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Well, I think we might have just yeah, lost I think, the internet. I think yeah, we just
0: lost the internet on the Twitch. Oh dear, we were, things were buffering, but
2: yeah, I'm just gonna pause you the were podcast talking shit about recording Adam here. Wayne. Uh so yeah sorry about that guys we just had an internet outage so we're back into it and uh and so as I was saying with uh, Alan Wake 2 all of those things factored together which made uh, I was having a bad time with it so I took like a 2 week break from playing it yeah and then when I sat down to play it the next time I knew what I was getting in for I knew it was going to be slow I knew there wasn't going to be much combat uh but it was a slower paced uh game and it was a mystery and it was full of atmosphere and then you know in the you know if you've ever played a bunch of remedy games you know that they that they have lots of wacky bizarre moments
0: yes yeah control
2: and Alan wake just just <laughs> lit the fuse on what what on stuff you would not expect to have happen in the game and it was absolutely I heard it was like wonderful a music moment that's the moment it's the a- an absolutely life-changing moment in the game it's crazy and so by then i was like okay it's a slow it's a detective game it's not it's not Resident evil it's not dead space it's canal and Wake too yeah so yeah uh, i thought the writing was very good the characterization the right technology heart,
3: though, right
2: yeah, yeah yeah absolutely so yeah i i turned turned around on it uh, and and come to really enjoy it i finished it now and now i'm on new Game plus which is called final draft which hmm. at the end of the game alan makes a revelation and then when you play the game doing the loop again hmm. sometimes alan's like wait a minute i've already done this this has happened before and so the characters become self-aware that they're now in the loop of playing the game again and again ah. and the dialogue changes and apparently there's another ending as well so it's leading the door i guess for the remedy universe the to keep going the dog probably yeah and the spaceship and everything spaceship, yeah yeah <laughs> I'll talk very briefly about
0: Napoleon yeah,
2: yeah it's was the... it a short film <laughs> <laughs> no as a matter of fact it was quite a long film Uh now uh, yeah I'm a big fan of Ridley Scott uh, I love his movies his visual flair Yeah, uh, I think he's a technical master when Oh, it comes to
0: some writing he's got a bit Well, I mean, he doesn't write any of these films, though, right? Well, he certainly didn't write Napoleon. No, he certainly didn't. I mean,
2: mean, Napoleon's been getting a hell of a lot of flack for all the horrible historical inaccuracies in the film. Oh, really? I I hadn't read that. uh, You know, historians are absolutely outraged at the portrayal of Napoleon. Like
0: this is... Like
2: any of them knew him. Well, no, but they, there's enough history and there's enough reports that, that they have a pretty oh, accurate mate, understanding of who he that's was. That's all
0: written down. You can't believe that shit. Fucking people are writing shit on walls. You don't believe the shit on cave walls, do you?
1: The fact that you base most of your shit on Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah, no. that anyone can update, really hammered home in that fucking
2: little <laughs> sentence. No. Uh, Tom, I'm just going to say Vanessa Kirby. She was very, very good. Yeah, well, yeah. what about Joaquin Phoenix? Was he-, he was very good too, but yeah, again, were. it was... His version of Napoleon, it was just like... Right. You know, are we, who was the uh, Napoleon he's in, uh, coming, in uh, down, Time Bandits? There, yes. Oh, fucking um, um, Ian Holmes. Ian Holmes. I want Ian Holmes' Napoleon oh, movie. Yes. I want the little people. <laughs> I want
0: the little people to come out here. So angry. I thought you were going
1: to say it's like Jackman Phoenix's version of Napoleon. So, like, you know, he's walking down the steps to the
2: cannons and he's like... Dim, <laughs> Dim. <laughs> yeah, doing the Joker <laughs> dance. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, smoking. This is not going to fuck. <laughs> Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Uh, Martin Scorsese film. It took me a while to get around to this one. DiCaprio great, De Niro great, Lily Gladstone freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, it's a, it's a good story. It's worth watching uh it's a long movie it's, i watched I, it in not
1: the fucking four hours free yeah, or whatever. i watched it
2: though. in three 45 50 minute sittings oh wicked uh, so it felt really like a, a special like a tv special and so in that it was bite sizable uh, and it worked i don't i don't think i could have made it in one whole sitting i kind of would have got uncomfortable. i've I yeah. taken breaks I, that's from it
0: the same with me i was just like i looked at it and i was like that's a home jobby yeah, you know yeah. I need to do you need to I, take
1: breaks from your Wikipedia reading like, <laughs> I'm reading all that I, I didn't fucking... like I said with Oppenheimer
0: <laughs> I'm not watching Oppenheimer in the cinema and I'm not watching the Batman in the cinema I can't sit there in a public place for three hours and miss things knowing for where I'm going to have to get up I'll wait until I'm at home and I can pause it and I can put the subtitles on I can drink my own time I can, I can, I can it I can, sounds
1: like what you need is a like stadium
0: I can digest what I've seen and not just seat. take a, a, an impression off the top of my head Oh, we're buffering again.
2: Yeah, I'm just... Uh, oh. Sorry, guys, for those listening to the audio version. We're having some technical issues, but we're trying to stay on top of it.
3: <laughs> hmm.
2: uh, so, yeah, Colors of the Flower Moon I do recommend, but maybe in uh, bite size. I'm
1: going I'm to watch it. I'm going to put the yeah. time aside to just yeah. fucking watch it. But you know.
2: Nice. All right, next one I want to talk about uh, is Mr. Bates versus the post office. Crazy. Uh, I mean, I had no idea uh, about uh, this news
1: okay. story. Because um, I felt like I was the only person who didn't know about this right, whatsoever. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, considering
0: I knew about like it, I? it when it happened, but then it got kind of brushed under the carpet and you didn't really hear anything. Yeah, the media did a very good job of lighting light. it. Yeah, now it's all come to light that that's what they did. Royal Mail, the company behind it, the fucking the press. Yeah. They, they brushed it underneath the carpet. They took the people Um, who were involved in it and went, yep, you're bad. There's no evidence to prove any of that, but we're just going to do that because all this money's gone missing and you were there, so you obviously fucking robbed it. And now these people are old-age pensioners or whatnot who are sat there going, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. All I did was come into work one day.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I mean, most of them, are, I mean, it's because this happened like 25 years ago. That's why they all appear so old now. But, you know, they were all uh, postmasters yeah. and they were all literally scammed by this company that set up a computer mainframe and just stole all their money and then told them that they'd lost the money and yeah. had to pay it back. And it just went into slush funds for millionaires. Yeah. And so it was it was absolutely
0: disgusting. We're basically and all the, our money. The yeah.
2: fact that this this uh, TV show has you know done, done so well and literally addressed the nation with it Uh you know it's been been claimed now that it's one of the greatest miscarriages of justice in the British legal history. Uh, since the
0: last Miscarriage of Justice since the last in in the Miscarriage of Justice of history, <laughs> which was in Name of our Father or something <laughs> that, oh, the Hillsborough Murders or the I don't, fucking, don't know but uh, uh, it, fucking, it's, yeah. it's uh, the reason why I,
2: I first looked at it was that Toby Jones was on the front cover yes, of the, the thing so I was like he's great I love him he's, I'll check uh, this was out he
0: was, he was Zemo was he Zemo yeah yeah, yeah in was, was yeah. the Marvels uh, but he Back, was also
2: what was he in The Mist Tarantino what was the one he was? He played thingy
1: didn't he I can't the in Inglorious Bastards, he was the sniper that was they based the movie on, right?
0: I can't I remember. No, 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 no. Toby Jones is. Uh, uh, he he was he was no he was the uh, fucking robot face in Marvel Winter Soldier. He was working. Oh, for so it.
1: I, when you said Zemo, that's fucking what's the he, thing? It was, he was oh, that's yeah.
0: like Ollie. His character he, he, was Ollie yeah. in the mist. Um, um, I know what you mean. Sorry, it was, yeah, yeah, know I mean, Zemo it was the other guy. the yeah, one that's the why robot. I got confused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Uh, there's Rebel Moon, um, A Child of Fire, part one. Yep, yep, yep. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Roll on. I'm on I'm that. Uh, Society
0: of the Snow. Which is basically a live, but 2023. A
2: remake of a live, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a harrowing tale. If you ever saw the original film, the remake, it's the same story. Just watch uh, the
0: original film. It's better.
2: Uh, well, no, this film is actually really good. Uh, the acting in here is very good. The cinematography is fantastic. The plane crash is harrowing as hell. Uh, watching them break down and fall apart and, you know, the the, the choice and the decisions that they make. Is this make,
1: one on Netflix?
2: It's on Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. It.
1: I knew yeah. I'd seen it somewhere. And I ran yeah. scroll past it, and was like, that
0: looks
2: a lot like Alive. Yeah, I did as well. Honestly, like, it's been a long time since I've seen Alive, but Society of the Snow, I'd say it's, it's equal. I don't think one's better no, than the other.
0: No, I don't think so. Only, you cause... haven't seen
2: it? No. I don't,
0: what? Right, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to wait, I don't need 62
1: podcast. S- you haven't worked out that, that argument. I, I, don't know, know, I, know, right. I
0: don't need to see Society of the it's Snow really like you. that okay. because I know how the story <laughs> kind of pans out. If it follows the story of that Alive does, which I've already kind of looked at in the past, when I watched Alive, I wanted to know more about the rugby team that crashed on the Andes. Yeah. So I obviously, I know how that plays out. Did Society of the Snow have the actual people come back and sit down in front of the camera and say their little bits? No, right. That's what Alive live does have. Okay, it doesn't make you it know, better. It, it's different. It makes it. It makes it better. It makes it better. Uh, I feel because it was such a harrowing tale at the time to put it onto film would have been really difficult. But it got such a, a, a personal. And, like you said, it's probably the same thing with the Netflix version that that's what they need to do. You need to just relate to the people. Yeah, that's basically what they are doing.
1: Well, no, but then it it wouldn't be, like, say, a different version. You can tell the same story in different ways. Yeah. But that's the point is, like, well, if they just do exactly what Alive did, then they're just, they're not even trying, are they?
0: Well, no, but there's not really much you can do. Plane crashes. The well, the few survivors that are able actually to walk down the mountain have to walk down the mountain to get rescuing for the people who can't walk down the mountain who are just barely surviving at top trying to eat the flesh of some of the the people that have died because they have to survive you know, well, know for, for, for for me the the rugby team that crashes on top of the mountain and and i would possibly want to watch sight snow but it's the it's the idea that when uh, human people are actually pushed to the elements mm. You know, they they will do anything and everything to survive. I remember when the story first came out, it was a big thing that oh my god, they ate the flesh of the dead people to survive. Oh what a horrible thing. Motherfucker, if you're starving on top of a fucking mountain and you don't and you and you're you're afraid you are going to die and you need to eat and you need to drink, and the most you've got around you is your dead buddy and some snow, motherfucker, you go eat your dead buddy and you're going to drink some snow. If you want to see the next day and that's what those guys needed to do they just kept wanting to see the next day because mm-hmm. they just had to hold hope that yeah. they were going to get rescued Sorry, I'm taking your phone Spoilers! Oh, no, it's fine <laughs> yeah. Spoilers! That's all you have seen
2: it
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, It's the exact same movie <laughs> Take us away with the news Ian uh, Right, okay, yes uh, First off in the news obviously we have uh, a couple of passings away that happened recently uh, Andre Brower I believe it's pronounced or so am I wrong? Uh, it, passed yeah. away at age 61 uh, this one came as a shock uh, such a great screen presence with many men- uh, memorable roles uh, in Glory Primal Fear City of Angels The Mist Thick of Thieves and of course the sitcom uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine I did see him in something recently as well Fantastic like, Four
1: Rise of the Silver Surfer was he in that? Was he in that? I think he played the general in that
0: Oh I think he was as well there was something else I saw where he was a cop I can't remember me and Linda were Brooklyn watching Nine-Nine. That. but um, yeah yeah But it wasn't Brooklyn, I know. Uh, Can't believe you've gone so soon. Terry Crews, his co-star, said, I'm honoured to have known you, laugh with you, worked with you and shared eight glorious years watching your irreplaceable talent. This hurts, you left us too soon. I mean, I caught up with him. Like, I'd seen him a few times in a few things and then we watched him... Well, I watched him in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I thought, man, this guy is so fucking funny. Yeah. Then I remember seeing him in The Mist and I was like, oh my God, this guy is so good as an actor. Then we watched him again in Glory, which... Obviously, we reviewed one of his first roles, I think. Denzel we, Washington, we re- yeah. yeah, with yeah. Denzel and Morgan Freeman. We mm-hmm. recorded and reviewed that before he passed away. And so, as soon as the news hit, it was just like, Well, we know exactly what our first review is of the new year of January going up to pay to pay because yeah. he was so amazing in that. It and,
1: was and uh, what, well, yeah, 61 as well, is no age, yeah. Man. He's yeah. He was so good in Brooklyn, he, right? he was so good. Oh, that's right, he was in Poseidon as well, yeah, like, mate. Dude, I, I've had this on my phone for years, right? Because okay, how I love him. Literally. Right. I gained three pounds in Paris. Three pounds. It's just a Captain Holt soundboard.
0: I love wow. Captain Just <laughs> every now every now
1: and again we'll just be sat around and it's all quiet. This and is it's a just picture. All- I'm just like loser.
0: Yeah. Just- <laughs> this is a picture of a pile of rubbish we found on the floor. This is the picture of your locker. It's a trick question. That is the same picture. Gasqueen.
1: <laughs> it was a- I- so fucking yeah. good. S- but again, it was a it was a I love that performance it's like, he comes in as the stuff, is so dry, yeah. and then, you know, you, you start to like, you know, see that character break down a little bit, and you reveal more about him, it's a fantastic fucking storytelling, he just played that character so well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he definitely left us too soon, for
0: sure. Uh, next one, Gary, scroll down. Uh, yeah. The next one to, uh, uh, it, to be memorable <laughs> to, is uh, Tom Wilkinson, who passed yeah, away yeah. age 75, uh, entertaining and charismatic, charismatic character actor with memorable roles in Shakespeare in Love, Batman Begins, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, and of course in 1997's The Full Monty, one of the greatest, uh, one of the highest-grossing British independent movies of all time. Uh, Tom, hour. T- t- yeah, Tom Wilkinson was also nominated for Academy Awards for his acting in leading roles for In the Bedroom and for supporting in uh, Michael Clayton. His Michael Clayton co-star George Clooney paid tribute by saying Tom made every project better, made every actor better. He was the epitome of elegance and they would be dearly missed by all of us. I mean, I got a fucking shout out to this guy because I know I've seen him in a lot of things and trying to remember specific roles. It's
2: rare to see him as the
0: main role. He's usually a supporting character actor. But it's, it's that shot like everybody loves the Dark Knight. Yeah. But it's that shot in Batman Begins where he's got the gun and he's pointed at Bruce Wayne uh, fucking uh, Kristen Bell's character. And he's like, I could shoot you right now and nobody would bat an eyelid. And then you then reflect it to the sequence where he's hooked up on the fucking side. On the spotlight. You know, after, yeah. after Bruce Wayne Batman, you know, has done his thing. And it's like... It played out so fucking well. I, like the sequence where he's uh, with Cillian Murphy, Cillian uh, Murphy, sorry, you know, and it's <laughs> oh, yeah. just I like, "Can't take it anymore." Blah 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 blah, blah, yeah. blah I'm losing my That's mind, great. and then he sprays him in the face with the, yeah. with the smoke scarecrow. It's brilliant. Did, it's great.
1: Um, did it say what he what he passed away from? Because I remember Death. when when I wa- that will get you uh, <laughs> every time when he um, when he was in Full Monty, mm. the new one, the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Year just gone. That's right. He, his voice was really bad yeah it was okay. really it was really gravelly. he was always sat down like it sounds yeah, really funny so you know stuff been like been that he was always yeah. sat down in it yeah his yeah. voice was very really gravel and he didn't do a huge amount in okay. that show sure, it's great in it yeah but again he didn't do a huge amount, and that did sort of spark i think i, I think it was like i'd it's fucking google like what's wrong with this yeah yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. Sort of thing. So, that's sad yeah um yeah so i hope it i hope that he didn't have like you know some painful prolonged illness or anything yeah. like that Yeah, that's one of our best actors man he was fantastic yeah, classic just constant like you said he's,
0: he's kicking out there with Robbie Coltrane and Didn't fucking just, uh, um, both Dumbledores now both Dumbledores <laughs> <laughs> So, Just uh, arguing like, <laughs> it was better. Another, like, another person who sadly passed away was uh, James McCaffrey, passed away aged 65. This James one, McCaffrey this one oh, hurts he, had many roles within film and television, including Jessica Jones, Rescue Me and The Big Take, but his work in video games lending his voice to Max Payne and Alex Casey, among others, within the Remedy games, including Alan Wake 1, 2 and Control, are so good that his work will live on forever with those characters. An iconic voice actor, a huge loss, and will treasure his impact on the medium. Uh, I
2: certainly will. Yeah, he. I mean, I was literally playing Alan Wake one when the news came out that he had just passed away, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, it's absolutely you know terrible, you know terrible news." Uh, and like, because literally, his voice is in the game as Thomas Zane, and mm. then he's literally, uh, you know, obviously the voice of Max Payne, mm. which I think is just one of the most prominent video game characters oh, of all time. Dude. Like it has Him not been a year in that comic gone strip by. Is just yeah. like yeah it's f- just Phenomenal. just the just iconic yeah. uh and so and because Max Payne and the characters that he's played within the Remedy universe are so prominent as well it's it's a tragedy that we're not going to continue to explore his work with Remedy because we're going to miss that voice AI, AI and so we're going to miss the man too yeah i mean they'll probably find a substitute to go forward because they're going to need to because his his work is unfinished uh and so yeah and the fact that he's also gone at a young age yeah you know, i didn't really get to Appreciate his on-screen talents, but his his vocal work and for the and for the roles
0: that he did take, he, he's going to be remembered forever. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, and the last one, uh, sadly passed away, was uh, David Ng uh, has passed away, at age seventy-seven. Known to horror fans as Stephen Flyboy Andrews in George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Ng also appeared in a few horror movies, Basket Case Two and Hellmaster. But his shining moment really was his flyboy <laughs> and right. This unfortunate end as a zombie. But yeah. what a zombie he created. The movement, the walk, the hungry stare. It was perfect. Sorry, guys, what Gary spoke, shining moment his shining. Was perfect and one of all time cinematic greats. You know Flyboy Flyboy, you're alright. Uh man, like he was he was ill for a while. I don't know much about his personal
2: life at all to be no. honest like
0: I, I, I swear cause I swear I saw something a few years ago where he was at a convention and he just looked kind of thinner frailer and I, I was surprised he he, hadn't passed away sooner um, but then when obviously the news broke that he had passed away I was just like man fucking hell the fact that he he played Stephen in Dawn of the Dead you know didn't do a lot after that but everybody just remembered him majorly yeah. For Steven For role. some people, you know, he
2: is the most iconic zombie in all of cinema. Yeah,
0: exactly. Ex- he just exactly. nailed it. Just you know,
2: set a, st- uh, a standard for
0: everyone else. It wasn't even like he was a dickish character. In, he was in Dawn to begin with, but he does change. But not mm-hmm. dickish to the point like. But I think, he wanted him dead within the yeah, first ten I, minutes. I, I think he acts like a more real person. Yeah, but I, I
2: think his character, as
0: written, could
2: be that way. But I think his natural charisma or his the, his natural way you know of just being himself actually stopped him from yeah. being like it's, that because it, it, he, he felt like a human who made mistakes and you know was adjusting to this new world while the others were clearly competent at yeah. handling themselves well so. his
0: relationship with, with the female character i can't remember what her name francine. is francine uh, francine you know that becomes your focal point for the rest of the movie or franny you know when you find out that she's pregnant you know and that he's the dad mm. and that they're trying to kind of keep her down because they wanna they don't wanna be taking care of a woman, but she's actually fighting back and going, No, 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 I don't wanna be dead mother. Mm. And so then they start to get like angry at each other, like the way he slams the ammo down because she's staying up on the roof, but she wants to learn the helicopter, which is fucking smart. And Ah, oh, it's so in depth and he brought yeah. he brought such greatness to that character. So, yeah,
2: even though he doesn't have a long cinematic resume.
0: It doesn't matter. I was going to say, it it's crazy matter.
1: how much he did with such a small amount of yeah. like screen yeah. time, isn't
0: it? Yeah. He, he, hell yeah, he made that character so much better than Alice in seven or eight Resident Evil fucking movies. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Fucking hell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, after all the drama of last year, Jonathan Majors has been let go by Marvel after a guilty verdict on two counts of harassment and assault. So Kang the Conqueror is conquering nothing no more a shame for sure as Majors had strong on-screen talent and looked to be a real rising star in the industry yeah but it was way too quick I felt as well all of a sudden he just came out of nowhere and was just
2: I, he was in the uh, It was the. what was it Aviator no it was an airplane film that he was in a world war plane film he was fantastic in that and then obviously he turned up in Creed he was fantastic in that then he turned up as Kang the Conqueror and he was good but the script was terrible and then, then his
0: career has fallen apart. Probably terrible because he was in prison a couple of times. But anyway, uh, Marvel will be surely be doing some reshuffling as the next Avengers titled the Kanga Dynasty will either be recasting or changing direction. Look, really just, easily, yeah. Rob Downey Junior.
1: In Blackface from
0: Tropic Thunder, ne- oh, replacing him. man. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> man, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, Damn. you're gonna be fucking those he, people he, in a minute he, again. He's the guy <laughs> dressed as a
1: dude who's being another dude. That's what you gotta do. <laughs>
0: No, I think Dan I think Danny Jr. is done after Oppenheimer for a little while. I think he's he's taken that role and he's he doesn't need to do anything major for a little while. Uh, new do Star Trek do, film now in the works after oh. Quentin Tarantino finally decided not to progress with his own take. Now, and or director, Toby Haynes, is at the helm with J.J. Abrams producing and adding glare to it. Most of the details (laughs) so far are under wraps, as you can imagine. It's just got lots of glare. Though one small detail, glare, means for certain that this will be a new standalone film with glare, with no returning cast members from either Star Trek timelines. But the the timeline they're in is just going to have glare. (laughs) This new film is set to take place decades before Kirk and years before Pike. A few media sources still claim that a fourth movie with the J.J. timeline timeline is still in development stages. They haven't got past the glare yet.
2: No, no, just too much. They've all been blinded by it now <laughs> after <laughs>
0: a trilogy of movies. Yeah, the glare and But
2: yeah, problem. Star Trek seems to be in a a, a weird space because obviously Star like Trek Discovery is coming to an end soon. Yeah. Paramount, shuffle, you know, they wash their hands of their animated prodigy show wow and obviously picard's finished now strange new worlds is is currently filming its third season they've just yeah. wrapped the second episode uh filming wise um so but yeah like in the film universe like we had just the jj trilogy which seemed to have you know declining returns with each film yeah although like my you know i quite like the third one star trek beyond i thought it was good i, 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 I like wouldn't i wouldn't mind
0: i like all three of them Fair, well, fair I'm a, enough. I'm a Star yeah. Trek fan. I've,
2: I've fan tried boy. three
1: times to watch Beyond and not and failed all three times. <laughs> I like the first two
2: though. Sure. I, like I mean, I, I can't stand the second one. I think it's a, I think stand. it's oh, I like the awful. One.
1: Yeah, awful. Yeah, I like in start-ness.
2: Uh But anyway, so yeah, the Star Cumber Trek Beats. movies, like yeah. them or hate them, yeah, it's uh, I think there's a great cast, and so even if the, the I don't think the film's very good, I think the cast is brilliant. Yeah. And so it would be a shame to lose those actors playing those iconic roles again. So, but I'm also like a bit hesitant, like another Star Trek film a movie Like, Star Trek's never released a movie without pre-existing cast members you know, transitioning from screen yeah. to movie. So I don't know what they're going to do there with that. You've got they, to make
0: they it. They put a,
1: the work in with the series, though. Look, I mean, yeah. again, I'm not a big Trekkie or anything, but every, what it seems to be, where I do wonder whether they've looked across the road at the other franchises. Oh right, mm-hmm. God, man, they're fucking blatting out movies, and they're not great. So like, maybe we'll stick to you know, like you said, black out build movies suit. that aren't
0: great, and see if people stick.
1: Well, no, but that's what I'm saying is that's not what Star Trek's done, is it? They haven't released as many movies. They've more concentrated on the series, haven't yeah.
0: they? Yeah, yeah, it's because the movies they're building their timeline, but it's because yeah. the movies that they put out haven't been as successful. It keeps happening with Star Trek. They they put out a TV series, the fans demand for films, they put films out, the fans go, Actually, that wasn't what we wanted. Well, they have, so then they, they, they go a, back to the, the TV series for a bit, then they release more films, and then the, the, the fans generation go, Generation oh.
1: stuff was the Abrams stuff, right? That's the only films they've released. They haven't no, released no, any other films. No,
0: no, I'm saying it's right? If no, but go,
2: they were pre-existing characters, though. Yeah, well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. It's But that's yeah. what
1: I'm saying, is like, they haven't, um, other than the J.J. Abrams, they've not released any other films, have they? No, that's absolutely. right. That's what I'm saying. They, they've seemed to at least gone. we're going to focus more on the series. Yeah, so. but
0: what I'm saying is, that it's like, 1960s Star Trek came out, everybody went, we want a film. So they released a motion picture, which the fans didn't like. Then they had to go back and obviously try to wreck on it to go, oh, well, here's Rafa Khan. That's from the series that actually, you know, completely changes some of the storyline. And then we're going to go, ne- but, but the films don't do as well, uh, uh, you know, financially. So we're going to go back to TV. So we'll do next generation and the next generation fans go, actually, we want more films. So then they come out with more next generation films. But then those ones don't do too well. So they have to go back to the series again, Deep Space Nine, Voyager. Enterprise, and then it was a struggle to get back into the film industry again. And so they had to wreck on a whole new. Uh, well, I mean, family. Star Trek
2: could start was, for a I long was
0: a period.
1: Gal- Galaxy Quest series.
0: Oh hell yeah! Yes, <laughs> Galaxy Quest series. That's what the fuck we want. We <laughs> don't want bad. Star Trek. Uh, this you is a our follow hope. up to last month's news That Danny Boyle and Alex Garland Were working on a new film together And now they made it official They are working on 28 years later With them both teasing that this might be the start of a new Start of a new trilogy You haven't finished <laughs> the last trilogy What <laughs> no, the fuck Exactly Well they're not considering
2: it as a trilogy Plus they didn't have that much involvement with the second one They kind of just stepped back as producers So they don't really feel like it's theirs How can you make
1: Oh so maybe they do uh, two movies uh,
2: of right, and then... Get do you know what to, I mean? Yeah. Well, they could do, they?
0: could they? do, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Boyle will be directing with Garland, pen, uh, Garland penning the trilogy of films, the hope being that 28 years is a success. Yeah, hope there is the big word. So yeah. that the next films can get the go-ahead, because that's how film industry works. Well, no, but I mean, I mean, sometimes... That Each movie is looking at the budget of $75 million for each film? Yeah. Fuck off. How much did you make 28 week uh 28 days later for just do that again
1: There's like nine people in that movie though
0: Right so <laughs> that's all you fucking need 28 we we've been waiting years for a third movie in that series that by the time this comes out the interest in it will be waned to a point where we'll be like uh I don't think was so. Was that it? I, 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 think, I think it's pretty exciting. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> like This
2: is great yeah, news. But what, exci-
0: yeah, but excited. What are you excited for? Danny Boyle for?
2: Alex Garland working together, period.
0: Doing, the fact that doing, they're making another film in a franchise would like? days like. 28 Days Later was so iconic because it came out at a time that we didn't have any uh, zombie or infection kind of monster movie going on at that point. It came out, it was so new and it was so fresh. Mm-hmm. But they, they had two endings for that movie, didn't they? They had two endings. They had one where the guy died, and one where they lived. And they weren't too sure how to go with it because they they had the they had the kind of end the film in a in a nice way. They didn't even know that they were going to be going for a sequel. The sequel comes along. And everyone's like, "Go bigger, go better." So they do go bigger and go better, and it gets a bit silly, silly to the point where some of the things in the in the movie doesn't even make any sense and Robert Carlyle is just running around just killing everybody because he kissed his wife. To the point as well, they go all the way to France and there's this whole ending we're like, oh my God, it's, it's affected the world. Right, so 28 years later, it's going to have affected the world. Maybe, but it's been so long now. Maybe.
2: maybe they, they dealt with it. But we I have know no idea. These,
1: maybe, but we know maybe, maybe they're living among us, death. like in that daylight movie. What was it? You know, with the vampires. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Day, Daybreakers. Daybreakers.
2: Daybreakers.
0: Yeah. Daybreakers. Daybreakers was great. I like that movie. <laughs> and uh, the next one is uh, Top Gun Three, now in development. Scroll well down a little bit, thank you. Um, at Paramount Studios, just days after Tom Cruise signed a deal to work with Warner Brothers on new projects because he needs more money to pay his Scientology buddies, they'll still allow the freedom. Uh, to work with Paramount and Universal on future films, Cruz is still busy with Mission Impossible films because that's all he's doing at the moment. But during that time, Aaron Kruger, who co-wrote Maverick, will be getting the next Top Gun script complete with Joe Kaczynski returning as director with Miles Teller also tapped to return, bringing his mustache back.
2: Hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, I I
0: I I was excited. For is in going to step
2: in? Oh, go <laughs> Nice. and uh, I didn't expect Top Gun uh, to, to do as well as it did it yeah, was a great yeah, movie a, yeah, man, a but yeah it did really well so of course it, the studio was looking at it and gone. don't care whether it was a good movie or a bad movie it made this much money <laughs> so <laughs> do it again and make us more money that's
0: how the, that's, that's yeah. the 28 days later this, guys this we're, we're writing a film right now because we want them to go it made loads of money. Here's more. They, yeah. they
1: could have made money again off of Maverick by just releasing the fucking 120 hours of in air footage that they right, never right, yeah, I yeah. just go, it's just fucking reams of this <laughs> yeah. for like two
0: hours. Watch Tom go Cruise. To the cinema. Watch Tom Cruise sitting out. Uh, I guarantee you people jet, go see that jet cockpit flying around. But he's got like what? How um, many yellow pages does he have to sit on? I don't know, probably, probably a few. Three. <laughs> Quickfire news. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire has released more screenshots. No no actual actual story or anything. But more screenshots, along with a reveal that Janine will be a Ghostbuster this time round. As Annie Potts says, it's all hands on deck. And, <laughs> sorry. All hands on deck. Deck, as in the deck floor. Not, not anything else. Well, that's Annie, what I thought you said. <laughs> this is what I thought I said. <laughs> Annie also had this to say. It came as a real surprise the deck this is why you read the note I didn't know that it wasn't initially in the script we were weeks into shooting and Gil came up to me and said we think it's time we're going to have you suit up you've been sat on the stage at the back of the fucking set all these weeks and we realised we can't have you arrested anymore so we better give you a job once she got the suit on, it felt just right. I mean, in fairness, uh, who else didn't have a fantasy of Janine wearing a Ghostbuster outfit? Was it just me? It was just you, bro. Oh, man. Bro. I know,
2: for me, it was all in the glasses. Egon's.
0: What? <laughs> Janine has served long and well, and I felt like she was finally getting her stripes, you know. She's clearly stayed in touch with the guys, clearly. Even though she didn't know who the fuck Egon's fucking missus was and who she gave birth to. And she's really been the keeper of the flame at the firehouse. Ghost Ghostbusters Ghostbusters are kind of superheroes, so it's very nice to finally be seen in that way too. Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire comes to UK cinemas from twenty second of March. Yeah, it's so close now. Yeah, because it was April, but they've moved it forward. So yeah, I'm really happy. Ian's not struggling (laughs) to read it. Ian's. I've got to say, obviously, I wrote this, so a lot
2: of the news has come from my like perspective <laughs> and so listening to you read my thoughts out loud for the podcast it's so weird that's why, I keep it's adding, that's why
0: i keep adding in little I things that I, like, I didn't write that day. and then i'm like <laughs> that just came up in my head uh, look i'm excited for another ghostbusters film are I, you yes <laughs> really? because for fuck's sake just make the story work afterlife didn't work i don't care i'm not going into the argument again none of you want to hear it but none of you can agree none of you are right None of you all just sat there with nostalgia glasses on going, it's Ghostbusters. Yes, badly written Ghostbusters. I know 2016 was pretty bad as well, but fuck me when you're going to make a whole story about some woman who fucking was born from the seed of Egon Spengler oh, and not explain her or the grandmother or how you know genetics know said a fucking daughter. I'm not going to go into it again. Stupid. Well, here we go. Right. <laughs> Next bit, horror video game, <laughs> Until Dawn, now getting a movie adaptation.
1: Hey, I'm really excited for Ghostbusters. I'm <laughs> Me gonna,
0: too, dude. Me too. i throw that
1: out i there, I'm like, like, I'm,
2: I'm, like, if they release a new trailer and show... Them, I don't want to see... I didn't even want to see the Janine in the Ghostbuster I, I, outfit. I, I but, was saying,
1: to be fair, I saw it in the... Yeah! yeah oh Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I <was> right. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I could have gone. fuck, I could have gone to the cinema not seeing that. Like, yeah, no,
2: yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm I just... I'm excited because everyone... Around the film's getting really excited for its release. Like, I, don't know. Uh, I think Total yeah, to- to film man. magazines she just played. released. They're doing two separate like uh, special covers. One with the new Ghostbusters and one with the old team. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. And seeing Janine yeah, there I with the other three, I was just like, "Oh, it's worth buying." Like, I want that picture. It's it's great. It's nice. yeah, yeah. I, I know no, I you, Ghostbusters the- hits me in the nostalgia. It's so one of those
1: hard. that um, yes. th- even Donna and like the kid want to go see it. Yeah, in the I get that.
0: It's gonna be fun, and I'm excited for it. I just I'm if they leave plot holes in the plot, I'm going to point them out. That's what we do. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll agree. if
2: there are plot holes, like, I, I, I agree I, I, with, with your afterlife yeah, statements, I, but for me, that wasn't what the my, film was about, know, Ghost, so it didn't bother me. Ghostbusters
0: Half-Life <laughs> isn't a bad film. I can give you 10 fucking worse movies than Ghostbusters Half-Life. Oh, yeah. It's just Ghostbusters Half-Life has a plot point that they just completely avoid... And I'm supposed to sit there and just pretend it didn't fucking happen. No, it's not fucking happening. Remember when
1: the little marshmallow did the fucking thing? Yeah, it was
0: fun. (laughs) And they drove around in the car and they were fighting Spangler. Hey, it
1: made the noise.
0: And the little girl was able to fix the fucking though pack because she's got her, her granddad's genetics of smartness horror video game until dawn now getting a movie adaptation david f sandberg from shazam and annabelle creation i flip you off for four hours what the fuck what? <laughs> annabelle creation i flip you off for four hours signed on as director i wrote not i wrote <laughs> not not a fan <laughs> gary doberman who wrote annabelle creation will be writing for sandberg and this new adaptation about eight friends in a remote mountain retreat and a monster.
2: Yeah, if you've ever played the video game, it pretty much is a movie. You know, it's one of those pick your own, you know, response type I was just
1: about to say, does this not lend itself perfectly to a DVD release with multiple endings? It
2: does, yeah. Or you does.
1: do, or you basically, yeah. all they had to do was like, do you remember when they did, uh, what was the fucking Black Mirror? The Bandersnatch thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. So that's easy not...
2: to do. But yeah, but then that is just basically the what game. the fucking game is, yeah. yeah, yeah right.
1: Right. I get it, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But still. Uh, there there better be a bunch of fucking DVD alternative endings there's gotta be
0: yeah Yeah. don't don't, bet on it I mean the guy made Annabelle creation I don't know what he's planning on doing Indiana Jones and the Great Circle video game trailer looks really good Uh, being produced by Bethesda and developed by Machine Games behind Wolfenstein Youngblood and Wolfenstein 2 the New Colossus Wolfenstein the Old Blood New Order and Doom here's the synopsis the year is 1937. Sinister forces are scouring the globe for the secret to an ancient power connected to the Great Circle. The fuck's the Great Circle?
2: That's the, the name of the game, and it's mm. also the plot that's evolving around something that circles the Earth. So. so
0: they're looking for a giant hula hoop. Yes. yes. And one person can stop them. Indiana Jones. Da, 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 You'll da. become the legendary archaeologist in the cinematic action adventure game from Machine Games.
1: This is be, it's. Uh, he's been played. Is it Troy, Barkley, Troy Joel? Baker? Is yeah. Yeah. yeah, from yeah, yeah. yeah Joel. Yeah. Last yeah. It, it doesn't actually
0: sound too bad. No, he, I, I thought was he was really good. good. I thought
1: the trailer looked good. It can't possibly be any like, worse than that fucking movie I just watched. Yeah, like I, um,
0: I don't, I don't think he's didn't get trying to, to sound brag on that
1: earlier. Fuck that movie. He's <laughs> hard. I haven't oh, seen it yet. I can't wait to sit
0: down and watch it and see if it's that bad. But. um He doesn't sound like, he's not trying to sound like Harrison Ford. He's just trying to sound like a gruff Indiana Jones. I thought yeah. he sounded like Indy from like
2: the the 80s, 90s. He yeah, sounded young. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I mean. He sounds like Indy. It doesn't yeah.
2: sound like he's trying to pull off a house from yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks yeah, like he's got some great set pieces, some globe trotting and of course punching Nazis in the face. You're whipping, you're gunning. He's even There's got that straight right cross of Indy's yeah. as well. like The way it's he grabs them. It's, yeah, it so, does look really good. Hopefully the gameplay itself not too repetitive because some of the animations in the trailer do loop. We see them a few times, mm. but uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that one. But uh, the
0: presentation of the trailer of itself. I'm excited for that one. I don't know if it'll be lost, though, because, as, as I said, the last film's just come out. A lot of people interest yeah. have waned on it. But so video game game that's different. Robocop's yeah, I, I just done fairly well. Yeah. Hey, yeah. If, if
1: anything, this yeah, looks more like it's going to take the bad taste out of my mouth. I, I think, think so. so. See, that, so, that's
0: it. It depends on what people are really wanting. No, they just want to see all the action moments. In, cause like I said, Robocop did I, well, but it was just a lot of shooting. Once they added in the EXP talking moments... Which were bad... Right, <laughs> yeah, very bad which were bad but that, that they had to fill, fit that into the game to yeah. fill it out because yeah. all they had was just them running around shooting and even the shooting sequences it. weren't that great you hid it behind a cardboard box for the whole Ed 209 fight it worked
1: <laughs> it did. it's cardboard. a legitimate strategy Mate, this
0: cardboard box takes hey, so many don't Ed don't spoil the game around. for me don't spoil it the
1: game for, for me break. you don't know what's in the box <laughs> <laughs> fucking maybe, maybe, titanium hey like maybe it was a smeg fridge uh, um, yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to that indie game. I think it looks um, yeah, I think it I, looks I, I think pretty it's sweet. It's going to look really good, and like yeah, I am hoping it's going to take the taste out of the last
2: fucking.
0: Yeah,
1: movie. <laughs> hey, hopefully in this one they don't just completely fuck him over and just like you know kill all his loved ones and make him live or, a fucking or what's this, horrific shit life. Ray Winston since the last just movie? keeps
0: backstabbing him like three or four times during the movie. <laughs> Crystal Skull was better. <laughs> Crystal Skull was great. I love Crystal Skull. Oh wow, didn't well, go that far. Yeah, it was great. Was I loved it. Dollar I loved Destiny. it. And mate, you wait until I watch Dalar Des. At least they did like, have guys, a really,
1: really likeable fucking extra character I mean at least it, in like... Dawn
0: Destiny he doesn't randomly have sex with some woman and make another kid at least we know who the mother is in those fucking films Need More Dinosaurs the next Jurassic, yes. <laughs> Jurassic World film is being developed by David Coep for Universal Studios David Coe wrote the original Jurassic Park and The Lost World and is apparently far... uh, far, I thought Michael Crichton wrote Jurassic Park and the original Lost World. Well, he wrote the screenplay adaptation for Spielberg. (laughs) And it's apparently far along enough with the script that the studio is already looking at uh, release dates for a film without actors or a director yet. Because they certainly can't get Sam Neill. Why not? He's ill. Um, Oh. Apparently, this new film will explore new characters in a world being overrun by dinos. No legacy cast returning at this point.
1: Good. Probably Jeff, a good idea. Jeff
0: Goldblum does not need any money. Laura Dern is <laughs> probably still running around fucking Mulholland Drive. And I, that's <laughs> it. I think Sam Neill's he uh, ill. He's not doing well. Yeah, no, that's sad, sad to hear. Fuck, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. But everyone's getting old, man. It's going to happen to me. So, yeah,
2: I imagine this will be probably the first in a new trilogy of Jurassic something movies but <laughs> do you know do
1: you know what though kind of not quite dinosaurs but do you know what looks fucking excellent and i can't wait for no is have you seen the animatronics being used for the how to train your dragon live action movie? i have
2: not there, no.
1: i so, so i started following um i can try to remember what they were called but i started um following the company that makes them on facebook just because i saw a video in. it was like a t-rex and it's like it's a like, you walk into their studio and yeah. like, hey, we have a thirty foot high T-Rex that casually walks around. I love all this shit. The Old school, school. animatronics, yeah, like yeah, make yeah, it yeah. fucking tactile. You need so practical animatronics. Then as well they as announced computer. that they were making the House Training Dragon movies that, that they're doing in live action. Now me and okay. the kid fucking love those animated movies. Absolutely adore them. They're definitely me me and Jessica's like one of our trilogies.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love and straight movie. away
1: they, they previewed, they showed one of the entire dragons. The fuck you can ride on the fucking thing. That's awesome. And then we saw Toothless the other day as well, and it looked great. And the fact that they're actually looking at bringing um, uh, Gerard Butler in as his Character as okay, a chief and <laughs> as <the chief>. yeah, <laughs> oh, man. I'm man. I'm like, yeah, for, have you ever fucking watched them? Make It Rain?
0: Which, which was change, change. I've seen any of them, they're brilliant. Oh, man, yeah. I, I, I was really not gonna watch any of them back in the day because obviously, kids' movie they just come out. I was just like, I'm not interested in this. Yeah,
1: it was one it was I ended up watching in the inevitable, like, I want it, daddy, I want
3: yeah,
0: to watch, yeah, this. yeah, it's yeah, same just with, bang this film Dylan. on the background, yeah, and then right, I'm put like. And I watched the first one and I was, and by the end of it I was like, oh my God, I'm really into no, this, this fucking is really good. story. <laughs> okay. I got okay. so much into the first and second movie that when the TV series dropped I had to watch it yeah. because <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to see the advancement of I guess I feel like I'm missing out. Now. Uh, I do they, like dragons. They've, they've, they've advanced it now because something happened in the third one but I saw a trailer where like, all the dragons have left their world now, haven't they?
1: Uh, well, the dra- it's Spoilers. The dragons essentially return to their
0: yeah. world in the third. But the trailer that but I've you, seen but recently... But you see,
1: you see them kind of... You, it jumps forward, so you see Hiccup. You're like, how do you age him up? You give him a beard. So you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's <laughs> so older. They when they go back, they put backwards baseball cap on him. It works. Look how young but I the look new, now.
0: But the new, trailer, <laughs> the, the new trailer I saw, it was just like, right, oh yeah, we're going to bring them all back. And I'm like, this is how you bring back a series again. Okay. You know, they, 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 they the, the films have done very well. They've not overburdened you too much with all this information. Yes, they're toy makers, uh, to sell it to the kids, but it works. Okay. So cool. live action, yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah,
1: I can't wait for it.
0: Um I think that's it. Uh five, six, seven, and <laughs> eight are all blank. Unless he's written it in white text and then yeah. I can't read it's it. It's a mystery. Um, any trailers? Do we have any trailers? No, we got like no trailers. We did trailers. the Indiana Jones video game trailer, I suppose. That is yeah. that is true. We did watch that, that was alright. So
1: we're going to have to delete the session because we tend to try and avoid trailers now if we're actually interested. Uh, true, yeah. But, uh, no, uh, one, wanted... one came up the other day for a movie called, Is it? I think it's Baghead. Okay. But all I saw is it said from the producers of um Barbarian. I was like, that's fine. I'll watch it. Click. Yeah. I was like done because like, yeah, I don't I, the I caught the trailer of Barbarian and wish I had it yeah. I, I we, walked out of the cinema when it, was it, yes. was it uh, Halloween? Yeah. yeah one of the yeah. Halloween movies and it came yeah, up Barbarian and you were like this nope. and walked out. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this probably sucks. Then what's Oh, really good. No, <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, and
1: it was. the Trailer <laughs> yeah. that
0: I saw yesterday uh was it Monkey Man by Dave uh by Dave Patel. Yeah, he's It's basically John Wick but set in India. Um, and we were talking about it in our discord, uh, saying about how you, you can see that he's probably watched a lot of movies like the raid and John wick and maybe on back all the way back in the day. He's seen the fight and styles for that. He, it looks like he's got a really good story behind it involving his character. Cause he's, he's the main actor as well as the director behind okay. it. Um, the fight sequences look great. But then again, I was watching the trailer and I'm not getting too massively excited because If you can get some really good fight choreographers in, and you can get some really good guys who can do it really well, the fight sequences are going to look great. Okay. Yeah. It's easy to do nowadays. John Wick's just done four movies out of it. Right. You know, they've been doing martial art movies since the 1960s. Get excited for it, yes, but is it going to win Oscars and be the next fucking huge master series? I don't think so. Mm. Hopefully it's just one. He gets a really he, he gets it off. Everybody gives him the praise. He gets a shit ton of money. Hopefully yeah. he doesn't turn into a fucking four series fucking... <laughs> well, if all those
1: steps that you just described happened,
2: mm. he will. He probably yeah, will. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's what I guess there is uh, one trailer I do want to bring up before yeah. we close. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's uh, The Ones Who Live. The Walking oh, Dead. Oh, uh, His
0: nips are so hard for this. They...
2: I it's uncomfortable, actually. <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable. It I, did, I need ups. the episodes to start, like, when's next month already? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I didn't want to see the trailer. Uh, the the trailer was linked to me, and I just went, no, I don't need <laughs> to see that. And I tried avoiding it all day, and I, 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 uh, I was weak yeah and i clicked on the trailer that was weak. Was, what, weak was it the final trailer that i saw? no not that oh one. No, 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 no the no, first yeah. trailer no, the, the, the second trailer, trailer I'm, I'm strong now the final
0: yeah the final trailer i didn't <laughs> want you we said not for you to watch I'm not
2: watching it. but that first trailer i was just like this looks like the best thing the walking dead's done in a long time yeah maybe it was just just seeing rick back on screen andrew lincoln i'm just like god i've missed your face in tv so it's great to see
0: him back in that role yeah. Story oh, how much really money
1: good. did they back up to his front door? <laughs> well
0: yeah. To get I mean, him to well carry the promise on. was that he, <laughs> they he would there were cards. We <laughs> move the cards. We will pay you. Yeah. It's probably why well, it's no
2: longer a movie Zero. and now a TV show Zero. instead.
0: <laughs> um I just saw in the uh, comment section actually somebody just mentioned about the new Adam Sandler Spaceman trailer. Yeah, I, I saw I'm the trailer. I, I saw the trailer. There's not much going on in it. Uh we'll have to wait for it to come out. Is he in space? Well, no. From what I saw, he was on the planet. So I'm assuming he starts in, Planets space, in lands. space. Planets are in space. Planets <laughs> are in space. That is true. He is in a space suit. Is he himself and his sister? Uh, no, he's oh, actually okay. trying to might, act might, be a or, might be watchable. A lot of people <laughs> are trying to jump on the bandwagon. That oh my god, it looks absolutely amazing. Because why well, wasn't he so great in Uncut Gems and wasn't he so great in Hustle? Yes, he was great in Hustle. So
1: sorry, because th- I have I, I saw the trailer, but didn't watch the trailer. But- right. Is this a fucking comedy or is it a? No, it's a serious it, fucking movie. It looks like it's a serious it,
0: movie, but it's still Adam Sandler. Yeah, and like unless that script comes out so fucking Oscar-written that when he speaks it, you're like, oh my god, this is the second coming of Christ of how well Adam Sandler is working in this sci-fi movie. It's literally just Adam Sandler in space. Who a are these people the that moment. are saying
1: these things to you? Man,
0: I fucking I, I spend a lot of time on the fucking internet. It's the whole world Stop fucking it. saying it to me. I've told you, you know, about this. Stay off that
1: thing. It's, it's, it's not good it's, for you. I
0: try to stay off it, but it's not good for you. But my wrestling's there. My porn is there. What am I gonna do?
1: Videotapes? You're into retro mm-hmm. tech, man, not you know, video yeah.
0: player anymore. Your mum took it off me. Yeah, well. You need it back. Uh, Spaceman looks all right, but we've just got to wait for it to come out. Pass. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, honestly, if you were to get into him again, I would say to watch Hustle, because that was a really good, serious role. But even then, that was still just Adam Sandler pretending to be a, a, a fucking basketball coach, uh, basketball scout. Okay. You know, Maybe it's it. still Adam Sandler. Uncut gems. Everyone's like, oh my God, he's so great in that. It's Adam Sandler with a goatee and glasses being a jerk. It's it, it, Adam Sandler is just Adam Sandler. Yes. You <laughs> <laughs> broke the
2: feed again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> well, I think we're
2: just about wrapping up part one. Rappity rap. I think we're going to take a very small break. But yeah. when we come back, we're going to be counting down our top ten picks of 2023. Yes. yes.
0: Nice. nice. Welcome back, everybody, to our second part, which is going to be on our top 10 uh, mentions of 2023. Now, um, we always do this every year, every January, and every January, these guys always give me shit because I don't really write a list like that. Um, But this year, I did make a top 10 list, but Andy and Gary have both got honourable mentions because they don't have a top 10 list. They have a top 50 fucking list that they have to break all the way down. So... Gary, take it away. Your top 10s. Well, we, we watched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to. Andy and I have got a bunch of honourable mentions.
2: As you said, our list was extensive. We did watch and play uh, a lot of stuff this year. Yeah,
1: yeah. Also, uh, we assume that you've only done like three things. Like, we got to fill the time. Right? So like,
0: fucking, <laughs> I only do three things. That's how my life's <laughs> so fucking easy and simple. Because Ian's
2: best stuff usually consists of what happened in Raw or SmackDown well, in the yeah. late nineties. What happened last
1: week? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, fucking you, you laugh.
2: Yeah, I didn't do his every
0: motherfucking year we get a show out and running because the videos are fucking edited because I'm spending all that time fucking editing because I don't have fucking time to watch all my fucking shit.
2: That's no excuse. Yeah, I know. Wiki's <laughs> my
0: friend. <laughs> Wiki's my friend.
2: So um, I've broken down, my obviously, my top ten every year. It mixes TV shows, games, and films. It's all yep. in one. Yes. So it, it's sometimes hard to, as they jockey for their placement here. Uh, but I'm just going to rattle off all of my honourable mentions, film, TV, and games in one go. Yeah. And then Andy's going to do the same. So fast. Really fast. Really fast. Uh, there might, yeah, be, there might be one or two that I pause on just for a little bit, but i will Oppen- go, go fast. Remember. So <laughs> film honourable mentions, yes. Oppenheimer, cobweb cobweb was actually on my top 10 and it got shuffled off as i remembered something else so cobweb was a contender really yeah. good uh sorex not great but i had a lot of fun it with was it. not great knock at the cabin thought it was fantastic it was almost on my list but didn't quite make it mm. cocaine bear it's not a great movie but so much fun, fun. it's so much fun creed 3 again mm-hmm. it didn't it never made it onto the list but it, it was a contender the killing of the flower moon Great film. Love Scorsese. Love all the actors involved. Didn't didn't rock my socks like anything else, though. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 3, again, thought it would be on my list. One of my, fa- was my favorite Marvel of anything from mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so still the sense. only Marvel thing anywhere on my list at all. Honorable mention. The Wrath of Becky, the sequel to Becky. Yeah. Can't wait for a third movie. Really like the actress. Really like the, the setup. Uh, I love how it's going more comic book with its sequel. Uh, yeah, great. TV Honourable Mentions, The Last of Us, like, you know, like budget well spent, great actors, great setting, they've brought, you know, they've trans, they've adapted that video game incredibly well, so yeah, Last of Us. Beef, really good fun show, watch that one on Netflix. I need to catch that one. From Season 2, uh, it's the Michael Perrinew show, uh, it's the one where everyone's stuck in this town, uh, mm. monsters come out yeah, at and night, the and they cannot leave, yeah. yeah, great, great second season, third one's on its way for All mankind season three four it's kind of weird for All mankind because it starts in one year and ends in the other yeah so mm-hmm. uh for All mankind is still consistently good but not in my top 10 list anymore um wrestlers uh, the, oh, TV show, the tv show that, that, no, that no, was no, a no, really netflix was one yeah. really good heels season two the other wrestling show of, on stars which is an absolute travesty that that show just got cancelled after a huge cliffhanger ending Really, really upset with that one. Heels was one of my favorite shows. Someone will pick it up. Uh, it looked that they are shopping it around, but right now there's no buyers, and that's really, I really know sad. A
1: service that's interested in wrestling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe, so you're I, right. yeah. maybe you're right. Maybe
2: you're right. I would yeah. love to see if heels get picked up problem. and carry on. They deserve to have that story continue.
1: Just Squid that. Game, Isn't the that challenge. Sorry that wrestlers is on there with OVW on Netflix. Right? Do you reckon now Snows like man? What if not? What if Netflix bought our TV rights? And yeah. We'll just have Raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh, God damn it. Go
3: raw.
2: <laughs> uh Squid Game the Challenge. Talked about that one not too long ago. Last podcast. It's the obviously the uh game show version of the yep. Korean TV uh show. Yep. Um Star Trek Strange New World season two. Loved it. Every episode, including the musical. Uh Barry season four. Uh really uh, it, it was the final season. I didn't think it would get that far, but it was just Absolutely phenomenal performances, acting, direction, every episode. You just roll right into the next one. Video games, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty expansion. Obviously, when the game released, it was a shit show. Mm-hmm. Not for everyone, but it was a long road of patching and fixing. Pretty much then- a shit show for <clears throat> most people not everyone
1: not everyone no but yeah. you enjoyed i remember yeah i you. enjoyed it on I, day of release i i, I, I took a week off the play was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I had a great time <laughs> That's
2: what I mean, yeah. uh, and the phantom liberty dlc expansion is amazing uh, the, the, the voice work the it's storytelling like the it is yeah, yeah. Nidris Elba loved his time in there um and obviously they're working on the next witcher game but there's going to be more cyberpunk which is great uh dungeons 4 love love these uh basically dungeon keeper spiritual successor mm-hmm. now it's fourth one and alan wake 2 didn't quite make it on my uh best of I, I wanted it to but as i ranted earlier it definitely wasn't with those those uh hiccups so uh yeah those are my honorable mentions anyway nice uh, mine's it? in
1: a different order i did i i subbed them down into games series and movies as well i've also got an other section
0: <laughs> okay cool um, cool
1: and I've also actually, I've got a most Remember, honourable... we've got
0: the rumble to get through.
1: I know, I know. Well, good <laughs> job, it's nine to one. I've also got, like, a most honourable mentions, which is, like, this stuff was so... <laughs> so <laughs> <fucking> <laughs>
0: anyway, almost
1: honourable mentions! Almost honourable I'll get through it. So, um, games, I've got the Resident Evil 4 remake, which is, like, how to do a remake. Yeah. Uh, God of War Ragnarok Valhalla DLC, free DLC, which is, like, this, you know, roguelike... Yeah, um, man, playgroup. I thought both
2: of these would be fucking in your ten. great
1: fun. Uh, sea of Stars, that was great um jrpg mm-hmm. super mario wonder got it for the kid on christmas played it with her most christmas day on the on her <laughs> switch um f- not from this year but far cry 5 i picked it up on game pass really enjoyed it okay played yeah. through the whole thing started playing far, far cry 6 that sucked uh, oh, and man. rise of the tomb raider that i already mentioned earlier yeah yeah, and, uh, yeah uh series Superfan, which is the uh wrestling
2: documentary oh about- yeah, yeah yeah with vlad yeah that was amazing. so good yeah uh,
1: what we do in the shadow season five uh, just keep pumping that into my face
2: i didn't it's watch awesome. any of it last year oh so good. i haven't finished the
0: season before actually i've got some catching just, up to do it doesn't miss it I, keep that, I keep saying that keep saying the linda because it's on disney plus that we should just mm. oh you should it. oh you have yeah. to yeah you, have the to. kid
1: look like, we all watch it together yeah uh, i've got wrestlers as well secret invasion that was fun it was all right uh, Loki season two slow start but picked up enjoyed it by the end. Mm. Uh, Arnold's documentary, Sly's documentary on Netflix were both great. Full Monty at one point was absolutely in my top ten of the year. This was just a really hard list to like mm. you know beat stuff out. Yeah. But the Full Monty series was great because it didn't rely on the the premise of the original movie. It wrote an original story and moved the characters on really well. I'm now thinking I should put it back into my top ten. It <laughs> oh, was very wow. very good. <laughs> um, Archer season fourteen. I've always loved Archer. Peaks and troughs. Season fourteen was fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, what if season two? Oh, um, what, if season you know what? what if season two was really good? That it was again. You know, up the there, it was episodes, episode. Think, the fucking Christmas episode. The we Christmas watched e- it on Christmas Eve. Me and my mate it's, drunk. It was it, uh, fucking it's, brilliant. It's on
0: my Christmas list now. Asso- mm, it okay. is absolutely what brilliant. What uh, Just because it was so fun.
1: And the latest episodes, uh, series of I think you should leave. Which just, um, just watch it. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> okay. Leave. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, movies I've got old dads Bill barrow I really enjoyed yeah. that Cocaine Bear as well it does a fucking great film come on uh, Knock at the Cabin uh, yep. I very rarely say anything positive about a Shyamalan movie since Unbreakable but I really enjoyed I'm glad enjoyed that's Knock on your uh, short list as
2: it's, well yeah okay. it was Dave really enjoyable was fucking Dave great uh, Rupert Grimm was really good Ruby the whole was cast was fucking great uh, the,
1: one of the dads was the guy from Mindhunter right yes yes really good in it don't know his name he's really good in it yeah Sisu Sisu, no, was great. Was great Sisu was great was great. that. Yeah. A lot of people complain about yeah, it. add that to my it, I'm too. Just, I'm just Absolutely. like, it was
0: just a fun hour and a half of watching Nazis get the fuck oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was,
1: yeah. Um, Old Man as well. Uh, Stephen Lambin was a bit more of a psychological movie. I won't spoil it at all, but really worth your time. Okay. Little Bone.
0: That, can he see in that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, okay. yeah. He's not blind. In the, he's, just, he's just mental. <laughs> he's just mental, yeah. Um, little Bone Lodge, which is a great little horror movie. Uh, and When Evil Lurks as well, which... Um, oh, the
0: Argentinian one.
1: Very good Right up until the end.
2: Oh, <laughs> the thing is, I Have got that it? film from No, I've, I've I've been meaning to for like six months now. Dude, I a, got the film um, from
0: you, right? Yeah, you did. It yeah. needs subtitles. It needs subtitles. Oh, well. Just. Oh, well. Dude, there, there's. I clicked s- for it. I watched all the Gory bits. Tell I told like, you the yeah, film.
1: <laughs> there's a scene in that movie, um, without trying to spoil it. I not too bad, but there's, there's a.
0: Um, you can probably spoil it. That's been out for a Practical about two
1: effect months. in it that involves the family dog. Yeah. And uh, it yeah, is. For- fucking there jarring are some
0: really, yeah some really good horrific moments in that movie that you're like oh my god how can people have not done this before mm. and and much like Terrifier those are the moments that are sticking with a lot of people who have watched it going oh my god it was sick story wise
1: I liked it because it was very folklory, do you know yes. what I mean and uh, they, they they do a really Story-wise, good job of explaining their their yeah. background and the lore it's just and it's it's great it's really really good oh my god I'm really enjoyed to... this and at the very end of it I was like what a fucking lat Damn. Okay, um, uh, but yeah. that's that but you know uh, but that was only for me I'm not saying that yeah, it yeah was, sure you might watch yeah I still need um, to get
2: around to this one
1: and just just like an other list and this is mostly a list of all the fucking stand up specials that I've watched this <laughs> year, because I love stand up and I love stand up specials uh, Tom Se- uh, most of these are on uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime uh, Tom Segura Sledgehammer is probably the best one of the year Shane Gillis Beautiful Dogs um, I can't do a Trump impression, but trust me, watch it. <laughs> uh, Ricky Gervais's Armageddon was great. Dave Chappelle, Dreamer, still proving he's the fucking goat. Mm. Barret Kreischer Razzle Dazzle, watch that with a kid. <laughs> uh, Chris Rock, Selective Outrage, which like, if you want to see him go off on Jaden, uh, Jader and Will Smith, definitely does oh, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Norman, Soup to Nuts, he's great. Matt Rife, since he got cancelled, we'll shout him out. Natural Selection. Uh, John Mulaney, Baby J is great. Jim Jefferies, High and Dry, I loved as well. Um, and then just the, um, a couple of hours is, uh, just for me, is the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, because I went mm-hmm. to see it, and that yep. was a fucking amazing weekend. I'm off to see the Rumble tonight, not literally, but I'm about to sit down <laughs> with the same group of guys and, and watch the Rumble. Uh, and Download Festival, we, we decided not to go this year, just from a, we're just going to have a break from it, because we normally go, the girls work, they're on stage doing their um, doing their thing, but um, getting to meet uh, David Draymond, the lead singer from the start, oh, what, what a moment! amazing. A because I've always been a big fan of him, but B it's like getting to meet someone who you are a huge fan of and finding out that they're the nicest fucking person.
2: That's so is cool. Is the best yeah. feeling. Yeah.
1: You know, like I, I'm very. I haven't had a lot of celebrity interactions, but like I met a couple <coughs> of people there where oh, I was sort of like. celebrities. Exactly. So I haven't had any real celebrity interactions. That's what I'm saying. So where. Um, You know, I've sort of... You know, I've I've gone up to a few... It's like, oh, do you mind if I take a photo? And people are generally like, yeah, sure. And people are like, but this is the only dude who literally fucking grabbed me, pulled me in, threw his horns up and, like, had a conversation with me. And that was before he... Literally just before he went on stage. And just blew up the best fucking um, set of the weekend, frankly. Um, so yeah, that that was that was great. Fuck, I really should go this year
0: now. So but, <laughs> yeah, you um, took me into one and a go. This made me That's think it. of Jake Snake grabbing my tits back in the day. I still got that photo. <laughs> on, <laughs> I still, I still that heard, got that photo yeah. off on my wall.
1: Um, and just like again, very quickly, my most honourable mention for for um, <laughs> things that could have easily gone into my top ten. One, Renfield. Wait, me mate. Really? I fucking loved Renfield. That I thought it was I, so much I fun. To watch Renfield, and yeah. gets the a fucking award. I'm going to give an award every year to the Nicolas Cage movie that Nicolas Cage is the hardest. And Nicolas Cage...
2: <laughs> he hit the hardest in that Nicolas one. Nicolas
1: Cage, the hardest in Renfield. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. I'm going to do that one. Painkiller. Because we decided we couldn't double stamp it. <laughs> so it's going in my most honourable mentions. It's Painkiller.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Because I really, really enjoyed I it. Watch that but one. With it Dylan. did the same thing as Dune.
0: Where it sets it, up a bunch of characters, and... it,
1: it it did more. Where it told more story, it had a much more complete story. But basically, that movie is a fucking prelude to the next one. Right, right. Which wow. is what kept it up. Still enjoyed it. And John Wick Four,
2: nice. Okay. Because
1: John Wick Four is fucking badass. But there was one more film that was a tiny bit more badass. than it, in my <laughs> <opinion>. <laughs> it's, it pushed so it out. So that pushed it out, and I. Replaced it. So there nice. you go. So I'm Sorry, I'm done. God. Right. Well, to <laughs> well,
0: say that, I will start with my, my top ten list and then say we'll jump to Gary and then we'll jump to Andy and then it'll come back to me again. Okay. Um But starting... So my top ten list from uh, last year...
1: Red versus blue um flashbacks where Sarge is like, what's this called? or First you, then Simmons, <laughs> then me, then back to me again.
0: Um, so, like, I... Like the guys always make fun of me. I don't watch as much as them because something really has to get my interest. And there's just so much It'll media. pull
1: you away from that switch. There's it? <laughs>
0: so much media nowadays. I just can't get behind something where I'm not too sure if it's going to last season one, and it sometimes doesn't even last season two. I can't get into it. And then, you know, another film comes out. And it's a big film. It's a big film. It's a big film. Oh, now we're waiting for the summer blockbuster. And I'm like, oh fuck off. I'll just wiki it and I'll get it." Sometimes there's
1: just so much that you like. Like you really got to like. Make me want to spend my time. Yeah,
0: that's it. And I enjoy my real time for it. But starting my top 10 list, um, like I said, there's some personal things in in here as well that happened last year. So I'll I'll explain it when I get to that. But my number top 10, starting from 10, Barbenheimer. Now, I went and saw Barbie in the cinema. I'm putting this back
1: into
0: my. (laughs) I went and saw Barbie in the cinema last year simply because. People were so talking about it so much. I couldn't say anything negative until but I'd you did. seen the film. <laughs> I went and saw the film, though. <laughs> I yeah. went and saw the film. I knew I didn't have to see Oppenheimer. It's Nolan. It's Killian Murphy. Like, yeah, really we, good. <laughs> what was I not going to enjoy about Oppenheimer? So I didn't have to see it then. I knew it's three hours long. I'm going to get it on DVD. I'm going to sit at home at Christmas. I'm going to take the day... Fucking New Year's Day. This
3: a strange
1: theory. New Year's Day. This is
0: going to be really good. I'll fucking show
1: you. This is, I'm going into the thing. New Year's happen. Day.
0: New Year's Day. I got up early. I took the dog for a walk. It was seven o'clock in the morning. I got back. Uh, half past seven. He settled down on the sofa. I got myself a coffee. Everybody else was quiet. The house was... You know, it was New Year's Day. The rest of the world was still fucking dying from hangovers. I was sat watching Oppenheimer. And it was fucking amazing one mm. of the best fucking movies i've seen in a long fucking time nolan fucking bashes it on the head again i i i, I it completely changed my view on the universe completely i started to think of things i thought of before but the movie really put it into perspective you know, fucking Oppenheimer, Killian Murphy stood there in front it of me. He does a great uh, job at
1: explaining the science for idiots.
0: Yeah, but he turns it, there's that part where he sends there. Because I was like, oh. He stands <laughs> there in front of the class, doesn't he? He has one person turn up at his class um, because it's the new thing that he's going to start teaching people. And he explains to them about um, light, you know, light waves. You know, how it, how it goes like one thing and it goes like another, but it can't be both things. But it is both things, and that makes it a contradiction. And he even says that's because the universe is a bit of a contradiction. And I went, oh, holy fucking shit, that's what I've been thinking for like the last five fucking years. That the universe doesn't make any fucking sense, and everything's just a fucking flip side of the other thing. And it just, it's just, my mind just went. Pow. And I, at the same time, were well, well,
1: there other was, people watching the film?
0: Time? <laughs> <laughs> you are in the room like this. Mate, it was just me. Nobody else, <laughs> else like, watching. I'll it. watch it. But tomorrow, the thing right? that made me laugh was that is exactly what barbie and oppenheimer were about they were a complete contradiction to each other and yet both of them were massively successful barbie was a movie that everybody tried to well some people tried to you know bury into the sand and not let anybody watch it which made people want to go and see it more i went and saw it with my wife i went and saw it with my my granddaughters my stepdaughter and so i was just like i'm more wanting to see this and then talk to them about what their perspective is on this movie that's supposed to be about all empowering women than sitting down with you two and fucking asking you two what <laughs> your fucking impression. Because neither of you are interested in it, but they were. And they, that's what we want from movies. I want mm-hmm. to I wanna, I wanna talk to people who were interested in the movie. I, I don't mind having a conversation with somebody who hates a movie just as much as I hate it. But if I'm going to see a movie and I know that like, for example, you're going to hate it from the moment it starts.
2: I don't know if I'm going to hate it. I just don't care
0: to watch it. No, no, that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's just like, I can't talk to you mm-hmm. because... That's I haven't like, seen it. <laughs> that's how you're feeling at the moment. You, you're not interested in seeing it. You're not wanting to watch it. Oppenheimer, everybody was like, you need to see this. It's great. And I sat down and I watched it, like I said, New Year's Day. And the way that he directed it, when that bomb went off, you know... Spoilers. Motherfucker. <laughs> They oh. set it up so well. The effect was done so well. The shockwave, the impact on the people—you know—they're—they're they're winning awards for it. Maybe they shouldn't be winning as many awards as they are winning for it. They—they they do deserve a few of them. I think Barbie deserves a few of them as well. Yeah, well um, Robert
1: Gosling got nominated.
0: Mate, I which is the most hilarious yes, fucking thing ever. I, want, I so want Ryan Gosling to win that award. He is knuff. should. I know. want him to win that award and hand it to Margot Robbie and go, "I don't need it, you need it." That's what I want because He's going to spit
1: in her face when he does it. No, no.
0: Margot Margot Robbie is one of the best fucking actresses, you know, for the last 10 years. She's fucking amazing. She's got so much range. And people can sit there and say, "I don't believe she does." But hell, she's fucking (laughs) acting a lot more than we are fucking doing, and she's doing a hell of a lot of fucking. uh, Well, I'm not a a professional actor. (laughs) No, I got a job. Exactly, Margot Robbie. (laughs) Margot Robbie is, and that's 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 what I'm saying. Barbenheimer, Oppenheimer, and Barbie, for me, were were two movies last year that I, I knew I'd really love one. I had mixed feelings about the other, but then coming into twenty twenty four you ended up liking Oppenheimer. Twi- uh, coming into twenty twenty four with both those films done, I'm like, yeah, that was great. Those were two top movies of last year.
2: Nice. And not only that, it was a big event
0: you know, moment. Yeah, that's as what well. I thought you more meant when you yeah. said
1: Barb and I. I thought you were talking about the actual event of it. No, no, yeah. for me, like I said, a lot
0: this this is me personally. I went I didn't want to see I didn't want to see Barbie. Why the fuck would I want to see a movie called Barbie? Everyone's like, Oh this movie's shit. I'm like, now I need to see it if I want to discuss about it because people say oh Ian you can't talk about a film if you just wicked it fuck it I wicked it I went and saw it I watched Oppenheimer and I went yeah those two movies were top of fucking last year
2: nice nice Alrighty, well, uh, my number 10. The uh, first one on my list is a video game. It's Aliens Dark Descent. Mm. I, uh, I I put in uh, over 100 hours into this game. I finished it three I times see. now. <laughs> the uh, first I streamed it. it. <laughs> I, I literally spent a good ch- sizable chunk of my Twitch stream time last year playing Aliens Dark Descent. Managed to stream it on the max difficulty setting. There was a lot of cursing, a lot of swearing, it made a X lot of harsh language. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, we got through it. You did. Uh, it's, it is a janky game. It is not a AAA studio game, <laughs> but it was made by a development team that were really passionate about the Aliens universe. They did their best, and what they assembled was a mostly coherent story, uh, but the fact that it was a different type of Aliens game, yes. it wasn't a first-person shooter, which the majority of them are, the fact that they went for a kind of strategy with it, yeah, it doesn't quite work. Like, it's it's not as precision as, say, XCOM, because it's mostly real-time, though you can pause it. Um, But it it was really fun. Like, getting your squad, taking them through missions, levelling them up, getting new gear, getting the smart gun, the pulse rifles, and, yeah, fighting alien queens some really nice cinematics, some okay voice acting, but they nailed the atmosphere of Aliens very, very well. So yeah, might not be on anybody's top 10 lists of the year, uh, but it is for me. They didn't nail
0: the atmosphere that well. You had to go and put your own music in there and mod it a little bit to make it more. Well,
2: yeah, they didn't have the rights to the music. They didn't have the rights to all of the sound effects or they didn't have to have it quite right. So yeah, some modders have done that. Uh, Granted, I like the game's music, but James Horner's Alien score is fucking is epic. Yeah. So when you're playing an Aliens James game and, and you want it to be a bit more time, sure. epic, Mold put James Horner's music in the game, mm. and oh my god, it's it's even better.
1: <laughs> you see, we can finally uh, pre-order Aliens on 4K as well now. Yes,
2: yeah, it's it's out on streaming, isn't it? But the uh, the is physical is the out? out. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, that was my number ten.
1: Nice. Uh, my number ten is a movie, and I've awarded it best comedy of the year as well. Oh. And it's The Machine.
0: Ah, oh, the Russian dude.
1: Uh, <laughs> sort of. So the the film follows the story of comedian Bert Kreischer, who got famous telling a story of how on a college trip to Russia, he befriended the Russian mafia and robbed a train, all while cult- cultivating the persona of the machine, which is the hard-drinking American party animal. And his past comes back to haunt him when one of his victims, a Russian godfather whose family heirloom was stolen, which was a watch, sees the story told online and uh, basically threatens Bert's daughter, forcing him to return to Russia to uh, with his estranged uh, uh, father in tow, played by Mark Hamill. Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's not the first time he's going to appear on my top ten. <laughs> yeah. um, to help recover the watch. And all the time he's dealing with feuding uh, Russian mob family, local villagers and a bunch of Bert's own vices as he's going along. So... This is uh, a movie that I was really looking forward to coming out because, again, me and especially my daughter Jessica, we follow the podcast and everything like that. We really like the stand up. So when we found out, because the, the the whole point is like the thing that launched Burt Kreisner into superstardom as a comedian is his the Machine story. Mm. You know, okay. Again, you can watch it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. So this is then um, him turning what is essentially a comedy, you know, story into an entire movie to follow mm. on from it. Uh, like I said, Mark Hamill's playing his dad. This is a great action comedy that we need more of. In my opinion, this is like going back to when the hangover was doing it really yeah, well. Do you yeah, know what I yeah. mean? Absolutely adored watching it with Jessica. It's one of those movies where the, um, um, the, the, the song choices as well. Um, and, and hearing the way he talks about certain experiences, um, especially when you listen to the podcast, you can tell he, he just really enjoyed making this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a fan, you've probably already seen it, to be honest, if you follow the podcast. But if not, if, if you just likes a good action comedy movie, it's absolutely right up there with the best of my things. So,
0: yeah. Nice. My yeah. Uh, my number nine. Uh, like I said, my list actually involves a lot of personal things that happened to me uh, last year. And uh, one of the things... This is going to pop up a couple of times, actually. Uh, one of the things that happened last year was our good friend, Phoenix Shroud, who is one of our uh, uh, loyal chauffeurs for the channel, um, helped me... Help me purchase some stuff, actually. I, I'm hoping the wife's not hearing this. <laughs> mm. Help me purchase some stuff through eBay last year because he, he's a bit of an eBay expert. The, the motherfucker spends a lot of time on there. He's bought a lot of good stuff. He knows how to find the good deals. And one of the good deals he got me last year was Star Trek Catan. Uh, now, I'm, I'm a bit of a Catan fan. Um, if you don't know, it's a board game where basically um, each player... Can build up resources and build towns. Like the most standard one is basically a set in like medieval times. It's or the Oregon Trail
1: on uh, a board. Yeah, and you,
0: <laughs> you get wood and you get uh, coal and you get something else, and then you can build a settlement. And the more villages you have, once you get to a certain number, you win the game. And there was a Star Trek version, and I'd been looking for the Star Trek version for at least the last five fucking years, and it was really difficult to find a. a really difficult to find a copy that was in a good enough condition and wasn't massively expensive. Sure. Um, And I was just, you know, I was just fingers crossed. One day it comes up and through talking to Phoenix Shroud whenever he's on eBay and he's like, oh, look, I'm going to buy this game and I'm going to buy that game. And I was talking to him about games. And then one day he just turned around and went, well, I've just found this Star Trek time for 30 quid. Do you want me to put a bid in for you? And I'm like, uh, yes. uh now? Well, I, I wanted to say yes but it's kind of difficult because I'm like I've, I've never spoken to Phoenix Wright in person I don't know who he is you know really only talking through Discord for the messages didn't get it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it and I'm like
0: whoops I'm like how, how do we work this and he says I'm like look give me your address I'll pay for it which I was just like okay that's pretty cool and then you can just once it gets to you then you just send me the cash yeah. you know because bank transfers are pretty easy that day and you can do it all kind of um, easy like that for them when it to turn up and it's in my hands and i've got all the little star trek ships and the little planets and there's little clue i'm a fucking star trek fanboy. you know i don't i don't watch it all because i can't do it all but board games in itself i love i love like i said i love Catan. it's a really nice family game i've got the star nice. trek version of it now phoenix shroud big shout yeah. out to you Nice one, Dave. You know, that was my number nine.
2: <laughs> nice. Uh, my number nine uh, is Talk to Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a film about a group of friends that discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand. And they become hooked on this new thriller. It's like a drug. Uh, and then one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. And I don't want to spoil it in case you do want to get around to seeing this one. One of my favorite horror films uh, of last year. Really enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting the film to go full on Evil Dead at one point. It did
0: at one point. Oh, uh, yeah. So
2: I was, uh, I, it was a, a real thrill ride. And interestingly, it's a new IP in horror. Yes, uh, which already it looks like it's got sequels and prequels Is this A24? coming. I assume they all are now.
0: Yeah, yeah, me me, me too, because the moment you
2: say that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know because it was two Australians that uh, I think they had like a YouTube channel at one point and then they just made a movie. right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it was was a real surprise. Uh, Great Australian cast, uh, some great horror moments. Uh, really looking forward to the next one you know
0: how like I don't, I don't mean to go off topic or anything and we'll jump down here in a second but you know how they put their hand into it and it grabs their hand they go and they yeah. go into the world right Does anybody put it on their junk no oh, they totally should do it on the sequel well, they have got to say you know, something, like, something for talking to, like to like me <laughs> you know, yeah. like talk to me now <laughs> Well the
2: thing is the ghosts that you and see is
1: it, it,
2: it, it's it's pretty horrific, these ghosts. So uh, it's not ri re- and I mean they I saw that I mean, eyes got I mean th- unless eyes. that is your kink, I suppose, is like rotting corpses is
0: <laughs> You <didn't> no. <know>. have <laughs> heard Let's, worse. Go ahead, put it on your junk. <laughs> put it on your junk. <laughs> Yours, and I
1: uh, so my number nine, and this wins uh, best comic book movie of the year for me as well, <laughs> is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume oh, Three. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it was good. so good. Yeah, I, fun. This to me as well is the MCU now has got a perfect trilogy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well. Guardians so, trilogy. Yeah. You know, this is like the fact that we get. I mean, you know, synopsis wise, you got after an attack on nowhere. You know, we leave Rocket in a critical condition. The Guardians set off on a mission to saving, whilst also uncovering through flashbacks his, frankly horrific. Past. those
0: fucking animals man dude oh,
1: fucking this man. is like such a if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah, you God. know it's just a great space adventure with a fucking Floor. banging soundtrack
2: soundtrack
0: yeah
1: I, I literally wrote down four little critters are gonna break your heart oh yeah in this movie jessica can't watch it again For she, sure. will, she I not mean, watch I've, it again i've you been know?
0: wanting to i've been wanting to watch all three and, again
1: well i i re-watched it recently actually before this obviously and I just picked out a few of my favorite bits from it because it's, it's more of the same, don't get me wrong, but it's, yeah. not, it's more of the same stuff that's good. Yeah. Um, Drax saying at the very start, only idiots dance in his first scene, and then dancing out his last scene, yeah. the MCU, scene. Yeah. was pretty fucking glorious. It's got, I think, one of the best MCU villains in some time. In oh, it, fucking frankly. Uh, the, yeah. the higher evolution. evolutionary. Yeah. 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 Nathan
0: Fillion <laughs> was amazing again. Uh,
1: I thought that Will Poulter's Adam Warlock Will, was hilarious. I get, amazing. okay, if you're a fucking huge Adam Warlock fan, I get that's not quite what he was like. Yeah. In the, but it had but to
0: work for the story. It, it
1: was great. Yeah. I thought Craglin and Cosmo were fucking adorable. Oh, we finally bad gives dog. her the good Don't dog. Don't call me a bad end.
2: dog. Yeah. You, do, you take that back.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Nathan Fillion, yeah. <laughs> again, again. Yeah, I wrote yeah. it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, get in the fucking car. Just made me fucking laugh out yeah. loud. They <laughs> always sneak swearing in. Whether they it's do. actually, it, sometimes it's group yeah. saying it and you don't know it. But yeah. you know, add some of the most emotional scenes in the MCU. Great action script and execution. And Nathan Fillion. Uh, yeah. So I mean,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm fucking all over
1: Guardians of the Galaxy Three. It the, was
0: great. I've been wanting to do all three again because they are just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. but. I've come to realise that the beginning of Guardians 1 is going to break your heart. Yep. The middle of Guardians 2 ends up breaking your heart. And, and then 3 does doesn't again. End? The ending Guardians of 3. Guardians 3 is just a ground and pound. And I'm like... <laughs> <constant> I, <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to do that to myself. You know I'll say as well is, again,
1: after re-watching it recently um it's one of the better cgi fest movies as well it looks pretty good you know they make as much sort of like those suits that they're wearing um in the on the sky a little bit at the end like the the Fucking war pig and stuff. Like A tiny bit Roby but then when they all start fighting in that hu- in that great yeah, one shot, it one kind shot of all comes together really well. Um, agreed. Agreed. So yeah, uh, fucking uh, the superhero really. fatigue is real. I'll totally yeah, it acknowledge is. it. it is, you know yeah. what I mean? However, that one was fucking boss. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. So,
2: I, I agree. The superhero fatigue is is there, but I I think I'm just becoming more selective with which ones yeah, I watch now. That, yeah, that's absolutely. what
0: I am. Like mm. like. I like I said a couple of years ago. I'm not doing DC movies anymore because they all suck balls. And so because I took DC and 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 I'll 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 go one further. I watched Blue Beetle. That was really enjoyable, even though it's got no fucking connection to any DC movie at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think
1: you just answered your own question. Why?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: but, but I was selective <laughs> because I was like, I'm not watching Aquaman because that looks bullshit. I'm not watching Shazam 2 because that looks bullshit. I'm watching Guardians 3 because I love the first two Guardians. And I'll watch Blue Beetle because it's got hint on fucking Cobra Kai in it. And I like him. Nathan Fillion. So, yeah. <laughs> um, my number... <laughs> Uh, seven, we're on seven now. My number seven is another shout out we're to on our boy, oh. yeah. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, yeah, sorry. Uh, number no, that eight, is, sorry. that is the sequence, yeah. Right, <laughs> my, my, my number eight is another shout out to our boy, Phoenix Shroud, and a big shout out to our boy, uh, from Barnsley, uh, Nella BOW. Um, these guys helped me, um, pick up last year something I'd been looking for for the last fucking 20 fucking years and now I actually fucking have all three and I can't fucking believe it it is my Terminator 2 Marvel Comics nice um just before Christmas
1: is this tactical why? Is this basically buy me shit and you'll get on the top 10 No, teams, no, no, it? no, no This, <laughs> okay. this, this right, is No, this is not I know you this too is, well
0: This is They earned their spot on there because last year oh, Yeah, you earned I your was spot, sat guys. there I was watching wrestling I saw there was a fucking copy Patriot's of Terminator 3 Marvel comic book and I've been wanting these comic books since I, since I had them as a fucking 12 year old I've been wanting to get these comic books back and I found one up in Barnsley for 20 quid and I messaged Nella that night. I'd had a few beers and I'm like, dude, if, you, if you're if you close by, <coughs> could you just pick it up and like with the, the the board game I did with Phoenix Shroud, I'll send you the cash. He's like, dude, it's your birthday soon. I bought it. It was only £5. I'll send it to you. And I was like, man, I fucking love you for that. This fucking comic book was fucking... And I brought it up in the podcast and we talked about it. And then Phoenix Shroud was messaging me going, oh, by the way, Ian, I found part one and two on eBay. For £5 each? Do <laughs> you want them? And I'm like, fucking boss, I fucking want them. You get those motherfuckers. Because we'd already been Linda's
1: through... not going to let you near <laughs> <the internet. laughs> She's
0: going to my phone off me. And she, you know, because we'd already been through the fucking um, Star Trek Tan thing, I knew that it would work, that he would buy it, send it to me, and then I would send him the cash. And so now I have all three copies of the Terminator 2 comic. Now, I, I don't care what people say, but if you are a Terminator 2 fan, you have to at least... Try to get these fucking things in your collection. Otherwise, you're just owning DVDs. I have Terminator 2, and now I have the fucking comic books that go along with them that came out in 1992. These things will be worthless in the fucking future, and people will use them as toilet paper. To me, at the moment, they're fucking worth their weight in fucking gold. There are sequences in that, right? There's sequences in the comic book that you only see in the director's director's cut of the movie. Mm. You know that whole bit where he gets blown up, the T-1000, he comes back together, and then he puts his hand on the thing and he shakes it off? Yeah. That's in the fucking comic book. That's not in the fucking movie. So that's how fucking awesome these comic books are to me that I'm looking at. I'm like, oh my God, that's in that part of the movie, and that's part of that part of the movie, and I'm, I'm reading it, and you know, I'm going back to being 12 years old, but more than that, like I said, between uh, Nella, Finding it, uh, getting it from me because I found it on the internet, and then Phoenix Show going out of his way to get me the other two. I now have three of the best comic books. On top of that, I'm going with the Alien, three comic books that I bought from Marvel because they released the Alien special edition that yeah. I bought around and I showed you. Yeah, oh my yeah. that god. That
2: omnibus is amazing. Fucking
0: that omnibus. the has gotta be, as it was fucking 90 quid. Fucking that shit don't leave my fucking house. <laughs> I read it once, put it on the shelf, I put it over to Gary, put it back on the shelf. It stays the fuck there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, big shout out to my fucking boys for helping me out. Nice.
2: Alrighty, so I'm on my number eight. Number eight. Uh, This is uh, another movie for me at number eight. This is The Holdovers. Uh, The Holdovers is about a cranky history teacher at a remote prep school, and he's forced to remain on campus over the Christmas holiday with a group of troubled students, one in particular, and they've got no place to go. There's also a grieving cook that stays there over the Christmas period as well. This is starring Paul Giamatti. And in my opinion, it's the best performance he's ever given in Mm, film. So if you like a good acting piece, if you like Paul Giamatti, you have to see The Holdovers. Great acting, story and drama. It was from director Alexander Payne. And this is the guy that also directed (laughs) about Schmidt, Sideways and Downsizing. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. No no worries. Uh, So the director has gone on (laughs) to say that uh, he uh, is really doesn't like the label that this film's getting as a Christmas movie uh, it's kind of upset him a little bit now he's, he's hoping that people can still enjoy this outside of that Christmas period I like which Die I think hard. you can I like, I like Die hard. Hard, like uh, hard because it's a personal story it, yeah. you know, how it takes place over Christmas but the drama in there the dialogue the performances I don't want to go into the details uh, but it's like, watch the trailer and you will have pretty much seen the entire movie. Mm. But watch the movie. Get two hours out of it. Go on this journey yeah. with those characters. You won't forget it. I think uh, it, it's absolutely one of the best films of the year, without a doubt. And poor Giamatti. Like, you see him in lesser roles sometimes. And you're like, there's such a great performance hiding within you to just come out. Just needs the right script and director. And here we go. Obviously, you worked with him in he,
0: uh, in uh, Sideways yeah. all those years ago, yeah. 20 yeah. years ago. He, he, he does... Paul Derrymatty, even though he hasn't had huge, massive roles, mm. he is so good as those little ones that you still remember. Every time I'm, every time somebody mentions Paul Derrymatty to me, Man in the Moon, Man in the Moon, yeah, Man in the Moon with yeah. Jim Carrey, the way he works with him, because it feels like yeah. he is the guy he's being. Oh he's, yeah, he's Danny, uh, uh, Danny DeVito's, yeah. No, 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 he's he's the, the the friend of uh Jim Carrey, but the way That's he goes right. back and forth with Jim Carrey. Was uh, it uh, I funny he to say Star about Man? that
1: being a biopic as well? as I loved mm. him in private parts, you know, the Howard Stern one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, as Man, he was great fucking in pig moment fucking... in that it was
0: so funny. He was great in uh, you still haven't seen that yet, have you? Fucking um not Manchester Society, fucking um Rock of Ages. No He wasn't uh, the NWA movie. Straight out of Compton. He was great in that as well. Okay, yeah. He's I've great
1: in the Oh, it's one. the guy who killed Easy yeah?
0: He's the guy who killed Easy yeah. E. Game made. Spoilers. <laughs> it's not. Don't it's my theory. Okay. It's yeah. my theory. Okay. Same, same as uh, Ghostbusters. It's same right as there, the Food Fighters yeah. guy killed uh, Kirk Cobain car.
2: Cool. Yeah, that was my number eight. Food
0: Fighters. Holdovers. <laughs>
1: Uh, my number 8 which we'll number both eight. talk about because my number 8 is also your number 7 to continue to ah, confuse things yeah, uh, more yeah. and more but my number 8 and winner of best horror movie of the year as far as I'm concerned was Evil Dead Rise Yeah, no, I, I agree. keep my, it simple stupid baby
2: Let's, um, my favourite horror movie of the year I as well.
1: absolutely adored it um, again the newest entry into the Evil Dead franchise we got a new family having to fight off the powers of the Necronomicon produced by Rami and Campbell as well just everything from the opening drone shot as the evil, yeah. which was just fucking great. I mean, yeah. we talked about it on the podcast, didn't we? We man? did. Man, special, I, yeah. say, I
0: got something to say in a minute, so say your thing. I got something to say, yeah. No, go on. Oh, well, you know, I said that me and Miley sat down and watched Exorcist. Yeah. So before we sat down and watched that, I said to Linda, Man, I should watch um, Evil Dead Rise with Miley. And she was like, No, you can't. It's Evil Dead. It's horrible. I'm like, Okay, let's put the Exorcist on then. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i was waiting to see where that was going so yeah <laughs> yeah no i i um i i loved everything about the um the the uh performance mm-hmm. um of you know is jessica as she's possessed yeah uh, yeah yeah.
2: Uh, uh Alyssa sutherland yeah. i think she oh, is oh
1: my god
2: uh, absolutely amazing as a dead eye it, like her performance as the dead eye uh, not is, dead, sorry is, ellie
1: sorry is her name isn't it sorry jessica's in the start of it i think
2: yeah that's right and yeah. it's Lily Sullivan who plays the new sort of the, the badass the one with the chainsaw at the end mm. and just her caked in blood as well absolutely amazing yeah just, uh, it's
0: like we said they could have just pushed the envelope a little bit more but they kept it so well that it it, it you know for an Evil Dead movie it hits that line really so great she's so standout
1: I love the, the way she embodied the um the mannerisms of the deadites like they've always I mean, got that fucking the elevator dead, was great the elevator was great the, the deadites have always got the ability to say the worst possible thing to each person to yes. get them yeah. where they are and when she's in that bathtub and she's like mummy's with the maggots now it's like yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> the dialogue like,
1: you know, yeah. that whole scene where she's uh, where she's talking to her through the peep hole, you know is is just purely fucking like you know great you know you see stuff happening like Oscar and stuff when she's attacking yeah. people yeah. the fodder is great the, using the other neighbours as fodder you know um, <laughs> was brilliant the way they brought it up to date get him a, you know he's on the DJ decks and that's yeah. how he opens up the, the it's the, so yeah, good you know, yeah Uh was fantastic and it was kind of like I, I thought it was kind of just the right amount of um, nostalgia Yes. To the yes, point the where nods, I, I yeah. think we said, like, great. You know, the fact that she rocks up with a The Henrietta
2: pizzas. She rocks and, up with yeah. a fucking
1: chainsaw. She drops, come get some. It's all there, and it's great. Uh, that's yeah, what, what I it mean. was also enough that made me go, great, and now let's move away from it in the next one. Yeah. and stuff. I hope they do I, that. Yeah. But again, considering we did a horror, you know, post of, like, you know, these are the top movies, and we, we ended, up like, with Evil Dead as the winner. Yeah. It's another one that's, like... Great, you're, yeah. st- you're still there, that yeah. only adds to it.
2: Yeah, exactly,
0: I'm still I've still not done good. a bad film. I'm wanting yeah. to, this year, when Miley comes down, like I said, we just done Nexus, this year I'm kind of wanting to go backwards with the tri- with the series. I want to do Evil Dead Rise with her, mm-hmm. then the remake, and then if she's still like, oh, Grandad, can we watch the originals? I'll be like, here we go. <laughs> you're about to see some crazy ass shit. And then when she walks out midway through Evil Dead 2, I'll be like... Bye. I'm still <laughs> going to stay here till I'm in darkness because I've got a fucking quote word to do with Bruce Campbell and I can't just walk out this bitch. Uh, my number seven is a shout out to a series that I watched. Uh, finally, It finally came into season two last year on Netflix. I've been waiting for season two for a little while. I'm probably going to have to wait a little while for season three but I don't care because I've been loving this fucking anime series since I first saw it on Netflix. Kengan Azura Um Kenga I love manga, I love anime, but I can't take it all. There's so much, there's so much, and there's so many fans that you get kind of overburdened by people going, oh, you need to watch this, you need to watch that, you need to read this first, you need to go read that, you need to know these characters, you know that, and I'm like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. I need to do what I want to fucking do and I still need to get through my Dragon Ball fucking series that Dylan's been buying me. I've got a fucking like 10 box sets of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. As I gonna say, it's going back like a year and a half now. And, yeah, nine of them are still <laughs> wrapped Jesus in their Christ. plastic because I haven't got past season one yet. i worse. But... Put that switch down, Ian. <laughs> I know, I should <laughs> yeah. But every now and again, something comes up and Kengan Azura came up. Uh, the first uh, series, I believe, came out in uh, 2019 and I... I, I just saw a trailer on, on Netflix, and I was like, oh that looks really good. And I watched the first episode, and then you know what you, you like. You hit the first episode, and you're like, I need to watch next one, next one, next one. Got to the end of the first series. It's about uh, uh, all the corporations. Uh, I think it's around the world, or it could just be in Japan. And all these corporations get together for this kind of secret fighting tournament. They all spend all of their money that they can to hire the kind of toughest, nastiest fucking fighters around the world. And then you get them into kind of like a King of Iron Fist Tekken tournament thing. These Some of them have magical powers. Some of them are pure fucking demonic. Some of them are just nasty with their fists. And the main guy that you're following. I, I can't remember what his name is at the moment. But the main guy. He, he's got kind of like Squid Games. He's got an agenda. So he's working way through the tournament. Being sponsored by this company. Uh, so that he can fight other people. Every time he gets beaten on. He gets the shit fucking kicked out of him and then he basically just goes into fucking devil gin mode and beats the fuck out of him back. But in the second series, he got really good because you could tell that all the damage he's taken on his body is now taking its toll. Okay. So when he kind of chills out and when he's relaxed, he's spitting up blood. He can feel his body's breaking down. He knows he hasn't got long, but he's got to use the rest of his strength to get through the rest of the fights. There, were, there was this one amazing episode in season two, I believe it was, where it was a wrestler versus a boxer. And my money was on the wrestler the whole time and the fight came down to the wire, but the boxer just took it because the wrestler, he could throw, but he just couldn't take that many punches to the face. Sure. And yeah. the boxer could punch, but if he got taken off of his feet, he got thrown the Fuck around! It was amazing. Okay. Ken Ashura is fucking great. If you haven't watched on Netflix, don't ever come talk to me about anime because you haven't seen it. <laughs> if you want to see some animated characters beat the
1: fuck, I love how you rag. I love of how, how you ragged on the anime fans and then instantly became one at the yes. end. Yes, yeah. so. <laughs>
0: yeah. because like I said, there's just Dude, so you much. Watch this one. <laughs> um, but if if uh, you know if you want to see guys beat the <laughs> fuck out of each other in animated form. Kang and Azura, all Tom the way. Tom and Jerry, <laughs> not more combat, they not strip e- park. They Kangan fuck each other up, Azura, nice. all the fucking way.
2: So yeah, my number seven. We literally just discussed this one. Yeah. Uh, my favorite horror movie of the year, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, I'm a fan of the franchise. Yeah, I'm a fan of all those that made it. But I don't think uh, it, it. It. It's not just that. I do actually think it's still a very tight, very well made horror movie. Yeah. That just goes. The Evil Dead can still go places. And uh, yeah, get more, please.
1: More, please. Um, More, more, more. Well, my my seven will kind of be quick as well because we sort of discussed it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, This one, I'm giving the award for best blockbuster. And also an award for being my favourite cinema experience of the entire year, and that was Oppenheimer. Yeah, nice. Now bear yeah. in mind that was my first IMAX experience as well. Mm. Sweet, yeah. Uh, so that was um, pretty fucking amazing on its own, mostly for the sound quality. I found Downey well. Junior
0: was outstanding. He was, yeah. He was they were all
1: they were all great. I, I loved. I mean, the the cast is what made it because again, I didn't really look into how many were in it, and everyone's in it. Yeah, I can't believe we weren't in it. There's yeah. fucking everyone's in that fucking Man. movie, dude. So, you were watching this bit where they're in court, and I'm like, "It's the fucking mayor from Buffy. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is happening?" <laughs> it's um, and it, it it was a movie. The best compliment I can give it just off the bat is the fact that I took a friend that does not. Sit through three hour, mm. just talky biopics, biopics, whatever you want to call them, mm. with very little action in, frankly. And he comes like, That's the best film I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, that's wow. the best compliment that I can give it, you know. Mm. That's obviously great. being based on American Prometheus, you know, the novel as well, like, you know, chronicling the inception and the fallout of the Manhattan Project the 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 use of like color versus black and white for like yeah. first hand yeah. basically it's like anything that Oppenheimer was there to witness was in color and then yeah. if he wasn't it was subjective as black and white like It took me two days to work that out yeah um, okay like halfway through a workout, I was like oh I get it like <laughs> when I was it took him two days it, it was literally
0: but. Um, saying the... that i told you about the, the the square box i washed it in didn't i yeah <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just the wrong aspect ratio It's just the aspect radio on I my like, do- oh no, no, not know justice league on me yeah. <laughs> we're still amazing
1: i um, the 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 um the the wordless performances from killian murphy when he's just looking down the barrel and just ex- still without saying a word manages to just express the brevity of what he has done yeah. for a man who just really I genuinely believe, did want didn't want to do anything but help the world and ended up essentially potentially destroying it um, uh, But is all yeah. there man and it's yeah. just in his he's not he's not te- actually even looking at the, you he's looking off camera that was the amazing
0: thing cuz once they took so him away from so that he sucked, didn't ha- he didn't dude. have the blame do you know what well, the one sequence that still sticks in my mind and I couldn't believe when he's that- naked in the chair yes Yes, when he was sat there in the chair with Florence Pugh sat on him and fucking Emily Blunt sat behind him looking at him. I'm like, whoa, nobody fucking mentioned this was in the fucking sequence. No, There's a lot of no, people that did because a lot of people complained about sequences. I heard
1: you saw his cock. I was devastated when you didn't. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it, was, it was... I wanted to see his Peaky Blinder, man. I was fucking,
0: like, go. He, Oppenheimer was a pimp motherfucker. He knew shit. <laughs> it
1: was a great movie. But yeah, again, I, I, I think that in, in a year where the blockbuster, in theory, died. Yeah. Because, man, some money was lost on blockbusters. Oh, yeah, it? Man, massively. There that, was a year of flops for Disney I, I, last to, year. I totally observed fucking what Barbie did. It was incredible how much money it made and good for it because, fuck, it needed it could, to be more it could have made one. more if it came um, out a week
0: before and destroyed Flash.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it made all the money. But um, Oppenheimer was was at least one of those movies that I was like, thank fuck it can still deliver now yeah. and again. And also I will point out fucking no sound issues this time. Thank you, Christopher Nolan. We have <laughs> yeah. Random ass sound mixing that you can do. Now, and again. I don't, I, I know a lot of people are like, fucking every movie, it sounds terrible. I was, you know, I don't normally have a problem with his movies. Uh, then I watched Tenet wow. and I was like, fuck, I might be onto something because Tenet yeah. was tough to watch with the way the sound design was. This one, I heard every fucking word and it yeah. was, it was perfect. Mm. And when that, again, maybe it was IMAX. I've I'm not, sat down and watched it on blu-ray for example but man when that spoilers when that bomb goes off oh yeah the noise yeah the the flash and Mm. then the pull the sound design is amazing yeah i'm not exaggerating it hit me in the chest and i felt it hit me i felt it move through me (laughs) i thought shit for a minute (laughs) it was so weird loved it yeah Yeah. great
0: moment uh number five, yes? Six, six. fucking hell. <laughs> okay, number six. Um this is another out. You haven't really got out.
1: a top ten have you? You fucking
0: <laughs> No, up. I just can't. You've already one, got nine you're trying, three, to, four, you're trying, five, you're trying one, to get it. <laughs> five, five, right, so number six. Number six. This is another shout out and I'm hoping he's still there in the live chat while we're here and if you're oh, hearing what this, this you? <laughs> man, you wait for it. I'm gonna go fucking right into it. This is a shout out to my boy, Jay, the Living Selfie. What up, Jay? What up, Jay? Last year, I didn't expect him to do anything. I I bought him a birthday present um, when um, when it was at the earliest start of the year, just to say thank you for all of his help, for being so supportive with the show, you being always there, you know, chilling out, watching AEW with me on a Friday, so I bought him something nice. And then it got to the end of the year, and then he sends me a message, and he goes, Ian, I'm sending you something in the post, and I was like... What? Is it a decapitated head? Because I'll be really upset. Um And I was just expecting a T-shirt. And I had mentioned a couple of times how I hadn't seen Nope. And I was still wanting to see Us. And, I ha- and I, I'm a massive fan of Jordan Peel's stuff. So I didn't need to rush out and see his films. Because in my mind, same as I did with Oppenheimer, I was just like, I'm, I'm going to enjoy those three films whenever I see it. Because it's Jordan Peele and I I, I love his work. And then Nope came out, and a lot of people were talking about how great it was. A lot of people talked about how they just hated it and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going to sit down and fucking watch it. And so Jay uh, sends me in the post two gifts. Like, I was expecting one. And then he goes, oh, by the way, I bought you a second. I'm like, motherfucker, what the fuck are you fucking doing? (laughs) And so it turns up in the post just before Christmas. I get a trilogy box set of DVD, Jordan Peele movies, Get Out, Us, and Nope. And then on the other side, he got me an AEW MJF figure. Class. Now, uh, not a lot of people know this, but while we've been in the Discord, while we've been sat in the sports bar on a Friday watching AEW, Jay has slowly become a wrestling fan. He, he wasn't a massive one before, but he got behind MJF. MJF um, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who, who was, sorry, the AEW uh, heavyweight champion at the time, you know, won the title Jay was really excitable and he went out and got me this figure. Now it's really special because I don't go out and buy lots of wrestling figures. I don't go out and buy a lot of stuff. It has to be special. It has to be collectible. Like the no, McCre- okay. like the yeah. McCready figure you got me for Christmas. Well Gary got me this fucking amazing It's not in the McCready. top 10 of to special. It's not in the top 10. It doesn't need to be. <laughs> it's on my fucking side. It's fucking amazing. I keep meaning to bring it over so I can show you but it's not leaving my motherfucking house. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Getting this AEW figure, which is now sat next to the McCready figure, um, this, this was just really special that Jay would go out and get me this figure. And then he got me the trilogy box set so I could sit down and watch it. And I sat down and watched Nope. And it was fucking amazing. I, I absolutely loved it. I sat down and I watched Us. And I I personally really liked Us before I'd even watched it because I thought it was a really unique idea. Jordan Peele was coming out with his new ideas of, uh, of movies. I know a lot of people didn't get it or enjoy it at the time because there was a lot of controversial things going on in the world of news and especially in America. So Jordan Peele coming out with saying all African American cast and this whole new idea, Us, is under fucking rated in my fucking opinion. Uh, 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 the way that he was seeing the world at that time, the way that you know the the, the fucking music that happens in that film. When that woman's trying to call the police and she's fucking being stabbed in the neck and fuck the police comes on the fucking Amazon Hmm. Echo, I was dying. So much so when I watch Nope and you just watch all those people just kind of look up as fucking jean jacket comes down and then you're watching them get stabbed fucking dissolved in that sequence amazing oh my fucking god
1: <laughs> you know oh, so bit, nope I thought it was visually great yeah. so
0: this is why I had the shout out and this is why like I said like watching TV's uh, TV programs all the time is great personal moments like this like I said with the Catan with the Terminator 2 comics with getting a figure from Jay it's a bond it's a special thing you know so a uh, big shout out to Jay thank you very much for my presence thank you to Phoenix Shroud and Nello as well Big shout, out, a big shout out to Gary for my shit. I've got more shout outs Gary, <laughs> Gary. you're number six? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're running extra overtime, so I'm
2: going to zip through my number six very quickly. And yeah. that is Moon. Yeah, sorry, by the way, if you Man. see
1: me texting, because I'm telling people that I'm picking up for the room, but like, I'm running fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> we're running late. Yeah. Oh,
2: it's only 10
0: o'clock. We still got like an hour to go. Yeah. <laughs> <Go. laughs> Moon yeah, man.
2: I <laughs> I talked about this one quite a bit uh, during the year. This was the film that released in China in 2022. Uh, then it released in other parts of the world uh, last year. Uh, it's basically about an astronaut that gets left on the moon uh, during a mission where an asteroid hits the Earth, and now he's the last man alive. And he's also left on the moon with an experimental kangaroo that goes by the name of Roo mm-hmm. that becomes pretty much his his his... His companion in the apocalypse, right? But then there's lots of things that happen. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but the film has some genuinely brilliant, heartwarming, soulful, teary moments. He eats that that just fucking smell. kind of room. <laughs> <laughs> Their friendship is amazing. The special effects yeah. are outstanding. Uh, yeah, okay, it's a subtitle film. I know a lot of people are not <laughs> going to watch it. Casserole. It's very difficult to get to get to be able to see it uh but yeah if you if if you want a sci-fi comedy horror with a lot of soul and a lot of passion a lot of heart check out moon man it's going to be one of those films that's going to hope probably disappear not it's going to be hard to find but go out of your way see if you can get a copy uh, i think C-A-X. you'll be really enjoy it cx
0: web on dvd <laughs> that was
2: my yeah, number six
1: no uh, mine number six, and uh, giving this the award for best adaptation is The Last of Us. Nice. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was great. It
2: really was great. Been, yeah.
1: been a fucking fan of the Naughty Dog series, obviously since they started. I know there's only two of them, but there's like nine different versions, obviously across Crash, Crash Bandicoot, two Naughty Dogs. Five, no, there's like nine <laughs> different versions of both games oh, across, yeah, that's across, true. across like
2: four generations of consoles. <laughs> I, so. I, I hear The Last of Us Part One's getting another remaster. Yeah, <laughs> it should be. Yeah, it's
1: about that time Pierce of the year right. remake yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, based on the apocalypse. You know, caused by an aggressive fungus that turns its victims into mindless infected attackers. Um,
2: I, I, I love the pre episode. I said that. I thought yeah. the,
1: the start of the episode the tone.
2: was brilliant. Yeah.
1: Um, the fact that they, in a short amount of episodes, managed to play out the plot of the first game mm. whilst also going, you know what, we're going to just go fuck off over here and we're going to totally yeah. expand on this character. Like the episode with Bill with uh, Nick Ottoman was just.
2: <laughs> that. In of itself it's is already being great. almost greenlit as its own um is that the guy uh, from sideshow.
0: Parks and recreation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I I don't even have to see it. There's but people 100%. arguing for them to have amazing, their own show, unique. their own yeah, spin
1: off. Right, it's so, amazingly unique just to throw um, that in. And I think that they managed to, I mean, you know, it, it was all there even with what they changed. Um, you know, they, they managed, I thought, to stay pretty much true to the games whilst moving at a good pace while doing that. Do you know what I mean? Not just you know, it's, it's not to say that, like, you know, just blitzing through a 13-hour game campaign and six mm. hours of TV, but, like,
2: knowing when to take a breather and
1: go, we're going to go over here yeah. now and just do this, you know?
2: Um, and who doesn't love uh, Pedro Pascal? Ah, oh, he's <laughs> a fucking
0: man, isn't he? Yeah. My, That doesn't me, I watch fucking, um unbearable way of talent last year that was fucking amazing that's yeah. Class, fucking yeah. that was the most nick cage of that, nick cage yeah. nick cage. Cage of that year
1: absolutely yeah. Um, but yeah this one i mean obviously i'm excited for what they're going to do moving on especially out i mean they filmed that uh the ending pretty much like the game and it, it was at that point where i was actually kind of thinking man are you going to put the body count up because not that i'm minded but the body count's been pretty low for mm. a such a violent ad- mm. game adaptation but man when he does that run through that Fucking hospital, you know, if they linger on the dude that he shoots, the doctor, because that, you know, spoilers. Yeah, you play the second one. That's, that one. You know, that's the reason. That's the reason for the second game. Mm-hmm. The um, why the I loved it. I thought the fucking the infected looked great. That noise the clickers make gave me fucking PTSD. That, that assault um,
0: sequence with the big fat when the bloke comes out was yeah. fantastic. That was, that, that um, was, a that was insane. I, I yeah.
1: liked. I liked when they did the whole thing of oh they're linked. Like, as in, if I put my hand on this vine, mm. they it all know spreads. I'm here, Yeah, yeah. but it, it never came up again. Yeah, And that's the only thing I'm like, oh, well, if you're going to do that, yeah. I'm kind of like, do that more, because that was kind of interesting, or maybe never talk about it again. Right. <laughs> yeah. One or yeah. the other, but don't, yeah. don't just sort of like put that out there, because it, it that's a great um, tool to have to yeah, tell yeah. a story hey look maybe it's something where when they finish second series where they go oh we've told the story of season two and they're like well we want a third season like we got somewhere to go with it and yeah, we can yeah, use back. that yeah, maybe yeah. they do that so trust the process I guess but I, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed Last of Us I was, I it's worthy of being on the list I, I? we've never read many good you know, adaptations of games, you know, yeah. quick honourable mention, Super Mario was kind of fun. Oh, Super you know Super Mario more was fun. fun I, yeah, Twisted, Twisted
2: Metal. Me. I'm adding my oh, honourable mention. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so
1: we're, getting, we're getting there. We also yeah. had that fucking Resident Evil. <laughs> that, was a, that was a piece of there shit. There is that. But um, we're, we're getting there, I think. So yeah, that was
2: my number six. <laughs> yeah, number four, in or five, if... if uh, you want yeah, to Number
0: five, like I said, personal moments that happened last year. And this this was a big one. I... I almost just went for five, and then I wasn't too sure where I was going to put this on my list, and then I said to myself, no, fuck it, just go for ten, because you need to put this in on there. Um, last year, sadly, I don't want to get too emotional, so I'm not going to dwell on it too much. Uh, last year, sadly, our cat died, our, our pet Flash. Um, it was the last day I had to work in the university. I'd been planning for weeks to uh, enjoy my holidays, and the last day that I had to go to work in the university before I came off on holiday my cat was rushed to the vets and sadly the vet told us that like you could either spend thousands of pounds trying to keep her alive comfortably or we could just put her down mm. and so we had to put her down and it was the harshest thing because i still had to go to work the rest of the day yeah we man, took the sucks. cat to the vet at five o'clock in the morning i still had to go to work at one o'clock i could have used that my, my boss even spoke to me after and she said you could have just taken that day off and i was just i didn't know what the fuck i was gonna do you know, I was going to be sat on my home. I yeah. knew my cat had passed away. What the fuck was I going to do? Um, but from that, you know, because like I said with Oppenheimer, the world, the universe is a contradiction. Uh, from death comes new life. And the wife um, had listened to me finally after all the years and decided that we were going to get a dog. Even though I really wanted a dog at first before we got the cat, but we got the cat first. Loved my flash. Loved my Duke. Do- Just... Just, I want to say, dogs are better than cats. you can <laughs> say it. I, want, I want to say, Fine. dogs are better than cats. Wait, he's a Do you know how I, you know you know I know that? <laughs> do you know how I know
1: that? Because I tell my cat that every fucking day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, my my dog, my I like, dog. I love
1: the dog more than you. My dog dude is like, fucking bad. yeah. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely amazing. When we
0: finish this podcast, I've always said already said to the wife when we finish the podcast because I'm going up early tomorrow to take him out so I can watch the Rumble. I'm gonna go home. I'm just gonna take him out of the bedroom because he he always goes upstairs to the bedroom with us. He always climbs in the bed with her when I'm not there. Um, I'm going to pick him up and bring him back down the stairs So then we're going to crash in the front room. He's he's absolutely amazing. He's a pain in the ass. He eats wallpaper. He eats the fucking paint strip. He will eat every fucking meal that we'll bring out, even if it will fucking Dogs kill him. The best. He doesn't fucking care. But like I said, from from one sad moment with my cat to then getting Duke, the dog, D-dog as we call him, from Metal Gear Solid 5 as well. Nice. Um you know, so. You know what? Fuck, though, i am got to bring it out now. You know what fucking pisses me off, though? What fucking pisses me off is that you can just see some fucking owners with their fucking dogs walking around and their dogs can be so fucking aggressive. Chihuahuas are the most aggressive little fucking cunts in the short fucking world. Fucking sausage dogs as well. Yeah. Duke only wants to Frenchies. walk up and be friendly with them and talk with them and these things are like, ah! And I'm like, man, I'll kick your fucking dog over that fence. You don't get the fuck away from me. And they're like, oh, normally he's so friendly. I'm like, really? Because you look like a racist piece of shit. <laughs> you know? ah, that well, yeah. <laughs> Like I said, oh, hey, it when, was, um... It's like having a kid, isn't it? When somebody's aggressive dog comes up to your dog and you think it's going to go. Like, I I honestly, I was walking dog, uh, Duke one day and I always try to keep him on the least because he does get distracted and he runs off. And this dog came up and I thought they were going to be friendly and then it tried to attack Duke. And I had to pull Duke around me and I had to grab the owner's dog. By the scruff of his neck, because I've had the training from dude, grab yeah. it by the scruff of the neck and pull it back. And I'm looking at the owner as the owner is kind of walking up to me like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. I'm thinking, you fucking get aggressive with me for grabbing your dog. I'm going to make you eat this fucking dog because you let the dog come up and try to attack my dog and mm. I will kill you for that. I don't mean to be fucking aggressive. I'm just very protective. Right? Yeah, it's not of coming course. across. <laughs> I'm just very protective <laughs> yeah. with that shit, you know? So yeah. You know, nice. There you go. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> my number five. Dead Space Remake. Ooh,
2: like, I know Andy and I don't see eye to eye on this one. Mode. I was in Sainsbury's the other day doing, doing my shopping. <laughs> and uh, like, I, there's a loud voice from somewhere. It sounded like a complete twat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it was, That's can, normally how he is, sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's listen to it's the podcast not for me. <laughs> okay, I'm putting me shopping. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. That space is shit! I'm like, (laughs) Andy!
1: It's across like two aisles.
2: Yeah, I, I love Dead Space remake. I, I I objected the moment EA announced they were doing the remake. I was like,
0: "Fuck Did you!" You say EA. you rejected?
2: Yeah, I was like, "No, oh, right.
0: screw you, EA!" <laughs>
2: rejected, <Ejected>. rejected. <laughs> rejected, EA. I was like, "Nah, like that's just awful." Like especially the way you handled the development team that made Dead yeah. Space. Like the way you treated them, then fired them all, and now you go and remake it. Like now you've got wind that they're making a new sci-fi you know, space game, mm. you know, Callisto Protocol, unfortunately, oh, was not yeah. the greatest That thing. was not
0: the Dead Space remake people were uh, aware, And so,
2: it. yeah, Dead Space for me, it, it it proved that the people that made that game had a real love for the original. They did. They, yeah. they developed and enhanced every aspect about it. Granted, yeah, the big change is that Isaac now speaks, but I, I enjoyed the, the cinematic. Unless you look at his face. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at any oh, point during I'm the game. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to sit back on this no, okay. one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> ba- oh, I said this at the time, I'm glad
1: yeah, you enjoyed yeah,
0: this. Yeah, the, s- the,
2: the it. sound design, the no, environments, no. the graphics, <laughs> no, uh, the, uh, the way that the, the, the necromorphs exploded or that the skin comes off before you take out their bones. Yeah. I, I loved every single second of it. Uh, I played it through on its max difficulty with no saves. It was a real heart-pounding kind of playthrough, but I enjoyed it and treasured it. And the moment it ended... I went straight back and played Dead Space 2. Yeah. I was like, that hmm. that was awesome. So yeah, uh, one of my favourites of the year, for sure.
1: Nice. Uh, my number five, uh, which I'm awarding best comeback, is The Whale. Nice, Darren
2: Was that last year?
1: It yeah. was 2023. Very, it's one of the first movies I watched last year. D- uh, January, th- me and Doc Because it's same again where it would ju- it come Sh- out in That should have been on my
2: top 10, without a doubt.
1: It's um, a- absolutely... I should um, watch it. I haven't yeah, yes, it. you oh, should. Oh, God, you so Oh, it's should, so man. good. It's, um...
0: I don't oh, need to. God, how did I Fraser. to I've loved Brendan Fraser since I watched him in Encino, man. You tell me a movie's got Brendan Fraser in that, I'm like, it's going to be good. I don't need to watch it. What? Okay. Even fucking, um, even fucking Mummy it's with a, a Dragon Strange android. theories for someone who <laughs> reviews I, movies. I, I'm it a, really I'm, is weird, I, but okay. I'm amazing, I know, I know. It was...
1: It was uh, based on a play, and it's uh, basically about severely, if you don't know, uh, about a severely overweight man named Charlie who's estranged from his daughter, Yeah. and uh, when he's given a a bad (laughs) medical prognosis, (coughs) attempts to reconnect with her, uh, which is also the plot of The Wrestler. Um, Just saying, Darren. Yeah. We saw it, you know. Um, Yeah, okay, we we have talked about it before. It's a wonderful performance from the entire cast, which totals, I think, four or five people. Yeah. Five if you include the pizza delivery guy, I think it is. (laughs) Yeah. I love movies that are set in one place, which again, obviously it comes from a play and that's a lot of time. Plays are set in one (laughs) one place, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Uh, And I just thought it was this great, you know, mature handling of a really, you know, of the subject matter itself. I watched it with Donna, uh, I mean, I was just fucking. I was devastated by the end of it. I was in pieces. So fucking teared up. It doesn't help me that I, get, I can never remember a name, but uh, Max I from agree. Stranger Things. She uh, she was a standout in that. She as was well. so it's good. Sissy spacey And what? It's no. definitely not. No, it's, it's um, definitely two s's. But she reminds me of my daughter so much because she's got such the same attitude and the same face when she
3: <laughs> says certain
1: things that I really sort of like. It really hit me hard watching those two um, uh, interact with each Mm -hmm. other. Uh, it's easy to say how good Frazier is, in it? Considering you know he manages to pull a fucking best actor yeah. uh, award totally. out of it. Yeah. yeah. And what was really well deserved was their award for uh, best hair and makeup because you can't see that that's a fat suit. No. Yeah,
0: it's seamless. Yeah, it, It's, it's, it's seamless.
1: fucking incredible. Uh, it's. I mean, uh, he
0: was a big guy anyway. Hadn't he you Sadie Sink. Sadie. I mean, yeah. he put he, a he put, bit he, of weight on because but, of how old he is. Yeah, in yeah, that yeah. Mid spread, but, but Jesus. But what? that's the thing. He put. Look, when I'd seen him before the wedding he put some weight on because of some of the stuff he'd gone through and I thought oh my god he's he's put on some weight then you saw him in the whale and you're like oh fuck (laughs) did you think it was real (laughs) and then people were like no that's just a suit and you're like oh wow that's really done well then Mm -hmm. you
1: know it was and absolutely again one of my favourite movies you know Performances of
2: the year, One yeah, without a doubt, yeah, it should have been on my list. brain tissues, I it'll forgot. fuck you up. Yeah,
0: it'll fuck you up. Uh, right, so fours, we're force. on fours now. Right, uh, like I said, another callback to last year. Uh, this was more of a moment um, that happened um, that I still couldn't believe happened. Either either of them happened, um, but they did, and so then I have to, to just recognise that they did. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of use a, a, a comic book title as well to to call them out as well. The death of Bray Wyatt and the return of CM Punk. Um, For those of you who don't know, obviously, massive, huge wrestling fan. And last year, uh, we lost uh, Wyndham Rotunda, the guy who plays Bray Wyatt. Um, He'd struggled for a long time with um, self esteem issues, um, his mental persona as well. You know, he'd he'd been just wanting to be this great wrestler because he comes from what second generation? Yep. of wrestling family you know and so obviously he just wants to do his family well he just wants to do well um and that obviously in the world of professional wrestling when you're live on tv some things hit some things don't um the bray white cat the bray wyatt character really stuck but he just didn't get the push that he was supposed to or should have had and then he and instead he became the fiend where he put on this mask and he was kind of being the new mankind slash undertaker character but it just still wasn't hitting home. Maybe that was because of the bad writing or the direction of of Vince McMahon. We will never really know. Um, but he'd he'd lost a good friend um, before that, Brody Lee, who'd moved to AEW and then passed away during the COVID incident. Um, and he was just trying to get himself back on track. Really, you know, we were expecting him to be in the Royal Rumble. We were expecting him to maybe go on to WrestleMania and do yeah, he'd, really he'd, good he'd matches. Yeah, he'd done
1: a return at Survivor Series year. And,
0: and instead, he passed away at the age of thirty six, which you know we we we've said it before. It's not it's no fucking age. Sixties no. and seventies, I think, is a fucking age because you've already you've already been here for just to 50 be clear. It
1: was a heart condition. It, it wasn't was like he didn't take his own life. No, he out. didn't.
0: It was, it was a heart condition, possibly born by COVID, all these other things. You know. He was such a wonderful man. You see videos of fans interacting with him and how they just loved how he took the time to actually be with the fans and and get with them and things like that. And he was just on the start of another rise. I swear they were just, they were going to get another story going with him and he was going to be back in the ring and he was going to fucking kick ass. And then all of a sudden, he's gone. On the other hand, we got the return of CM Punk. Now, CM Punk is a a person in the wrestling world that I never thought I'd ever see fucking come back. Ever. You know, but things don't happen. Paychecks don't start coming in. And all of a sudden, you've got to go back to what you know best. And CM Punk knows how to wrestle. He returned to uh, All Elite Wrestling, AEW, which I didn't see as a shock because he wasn't going to go back to WWE. And so he went back to AEW and he was in a bunch of matches. He was a little bit rusty. He he wasn't as fluid as he had been when he had been back in, what, 2000? Was it 2007? He was away for 10 years. Yeah, 2007 to about 2013 he, he walked away from. He'd, he'd been on the independent circuit. This guy is good. They were chanting CM Punk in his ECW matches on WWE. People knew who the fuck he was before he even got the title on his belt. Then he leaves AEW. And then he turns back up in WWE. Now I know for a lot of people... He was fired from AEW. Fired, ripped up his contract. He was fired. I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, Ian, we don't care about the wrestling drama. Well, that's fine. You, You don't have to. You can go and sit in your little corner and do whatever it is that you fucking enjoy. I enjoy wrestling. I enjoy the fucking dynamic of wrestling. And to see CM Punk return to the place that he never... What it it, well, he said he was never going to return to and be in business, not with Vince McMahon anymore because Vince is out, he's back in business with Triple H and I swear there must be conversations going on where the two of them are like, this is what we want to do this is where we want to go this will work, let's not do this again, we need to make the next generation of wrestlers not have to go through all the shit that we had to go through, Triple H went through a lot of shit, CM Punk went through a lot of shit the two of them know it So they don't want the next generation to go through that. CM Punk's about to go into Royal Rumble fucking tonight. If you're listening to this in a couple of weeks, obviously it's not tonight. It's it's night for us, not for you. But he's going in there tonight. How's it going to go? I don't know. I need to fucking see it. I need to see how he interacts with Cody Rhodes. I need to know what happens at WrestleMania this year.
1: need to actually see him do something.
0: Oh, (laughs) <laughs> we
3: well
1: haven't done anything yeah, yeah. since he's been Oh, back. really? That's oh, it. Okay. That's it. No, he's done, <laughs> no. that's it. He's, done no.
0: a f- he's done a few promos, but those promos have been fire. That one with Cody Rhodes, I'm more... That I'm, one was I'm, good. I'm more the American dream than you, and I'm more CM Punk than you are. like yeah, that, was, that that's, was a good back and forth. That's good build-up. That's good build-up because you, once you get into... If those two go into the ring and become the final two, and then Lex Luger, Bret Hart themselves over that top rope... Nah. Yeah. Wah. Oh, Wah. Oh, oh, nips. Oh. <laughs>
2: Uh, my number four is resident evil 4 remake (laughs) it was a great year last year for for remakes that's how you
1: do a fucking remake
2: hell yeah i think the resident evil 4 remake might be the best resident evil game to date yeah Uh, i've always said i've been a staunch defender of resident evil 1 remake i think that one is outstanding and it set the benchmark for how to remake games yeah Uh, and then obviously resident evil 2 remake great resident evil 3 remake yeah, it yeah. has its, uh, uh, you yeah, know, it, was, it wasn't the full remake. It, it felt like it was rushed and it was missing lots of parts. Yeah. Uh, but I still really enjoyed it. And then Resident Evil 4 remake, amazing, which is why I'm like, okay, Capcom, keep making mainline entries, keep doing remakes. You've still got some some remakes, some games that you could, Code Veronica, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 5, Yeah, Code Veronica uh, Yeah, so, uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic gameplay graphics, music, they overhauled it so, so well. The gameplay is buttery smooth. It's one of those games that even when you finished it and finished it and finished it again, you're Mm. like... I'm gonna play something else, and it feels inferior. Yes, to uh, to Resident Evil 4 remake. So yep. yeah, absolutely, up, it's the reason remakes. why <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil 4 for me just pinched Dead Space in my placement because uh, they I didn't know which way it was gonna go. But uh, I spent a long long time with a longer time with Resident Evil 4 than I did Dead Space. You did, and I yeah. still enjoy watching streamers play Resident Evil 4, watching them no damage run, watching them master that game and i'm like it's just a joy it really yeah. is
1: absolutely uh my number four uh which wins the award for best villain is luther fallen son oh nice uh which is a feature-length movie on netflix so it's an adaptation and continuation of the series the beat i believe it was bbc wasn't it yeah yeah it was yeah. BBC, yeah, luther, yeah. yeah star in idris elba and also adding as the villain which isn't a spoiler because it's uh, Luther, so you find out who the villain is straight away. Yeah, <laughs> it's more about the chase. Yeah, uh, Andy Circus, who is uh, at, well, I mean, he's a gruesome serial killer that's haunting London. While Luther, after the last season, sits behind bars, John breaks out of prison to bring him down. This is like. I, I wrote that this was kind of like a dark audition for Bond versus a Bond villain mm-hmm. in this movie. Okay. you This is like Idris Elba could, like showing that he could absolutely smash it as Bond. Um, and Andy Serkis just being the most frightening motherfucker I've ever seen. In <laughs> is he life. ever not the frightening <laughs> Dude, you I, you really got to watch this to see the kind of shit that he does. I mean, essentially, I mean, you know, he is... To say he's a psychopath is one thing. He's vile. He's devoid of fear feelings. He's very sort of like Moriarty like as well, I thought. You know, the, the film addresses like incels and you know that violent sort of like you know behind mm. the computer screen culture. Right. Um on. again it's mostly about the chase which is watch you know watching Luther having to like you know with no resources also being pursued by the police mm. um you know trying to catch him the supporting cast is great there's a couple of pullbacks from Luther uh the new sort of like chief she's pretty she's amazing she's got her daughter and she gets involved in it as well uh the ending is a little bit uh comic booky and a little you know like the final sequence is a little bit like like um, no way that happened <laughs> yeah. um but at the same time, you know, it mixes a bit of sore in there. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of like, you know, kind of uh, the condemned style. You know, there's a, basically, you know, a lot of bidding on Be- the Beating homeless people for, with like, baseball uh, bats. Kind of, yeah. Or it's stuck in, in elevators. Yeah, or stuck in stuck elevators. Stuck in elevators, indeed, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah, again, it, it's two of my favourite performances of the year. And um, I, I it for just, it's For both Idris and dude, it Andy absolutely Circus yeah. it's just worth the price of Mission Brandy Circus alone. Nice. Like, you forget, like, that's a scary.
3: <laughs> oh man, so
1: scary. It was great. Me again, one that me and Don both watched and couldn't could not stop watching. we couldn't wow. wait to finish it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. Uh, Ian, you're number three. My number three. Uh this is a shout out to my son, uh Dylan, who is uh turning fifteen this year. So that's how old we fucking uh. are at the moment, man. Um my son just before Christmas, he he made up Christmas list and so we were getting all the stuff prepared in and then all of a sudden my wife turns to me and says he wants a guitar. And I was just like, he wants a fucking what? You know, we've just spent money on the shit that he wanted. He wants a fucking guitar. And she's like, well, he's he's put an acoustic guitar on his list. And it was only 50 quid with the case and the plectrums and strings. Yeah, and it's all a stuff And yeah. I was just like, okay, yeah, you know, um, it's an extra gift. And while I was writing this list, my top 10 list, I hadn't put it on, I hadn't put Dylan guitar on the list. I was working my way down. But I stopped and like I said I had a couple of beers in my hand. I was watching wrestling at the time and all of a sudden I could just hear this gentle guitar strumming. I'm like where the fuck's that coming from? And it was him. He was sat upstairs and he has been taking the time in his own time to watch YouTube videos, to read things online. He's learning the. I love how you bought him a guitar and then was like, "Where's the fucking guitar?" <laughs> oh, um, he's, he's, he's it's learned, in the fracking house. Yeah. The, the cool <laughs> thing is, like, like I mentioned to him about listening to music. He doesn't want to listen to it. He's picked up like the tune from Hello Neighbor that plays for <laughs> the menu which is an acoustic guitar that's great he's, that's he, really he great he that tune there's a, there was it the Outer Wilds yeah I yeah, never yeah. played it but then he's a, playing he's, the tune he's, played, he's learned the that's tune awesome. from that's that that's sweet to that. and it's best and, way to start yeah. and, and mm-hmm. it's only been like what a month from Christmas so like I want him to do more i you know fuck, of course I'd want him to be the next well not the next Kurt Cobain but you know at least close to with Ned Sheeran so he can make millions of money and pounds and Fucking do, but the fact he just enjoys it listening to him just there gently strumming. I can't play guitar, I my hand doesn't work with the other. I I kill with these hands, I don't play guitars um, on a
1: switch, yeah.
0: <laughs> but so to hear him. And know that he's taking a gift. Like, as a parent, you always want to buy somebody a present and you know you get a lot out of it. So when I bought Alan Wake for Gary and he told me he fucking hated it, I was really heartbroken. And then a week later he told me he loved it. So I was like, woohoo, yeah! look! <laughs> it's the same with my son. I wasn't too sure he was going to get into it. And then to hear him just sat there just chilling, playing with it, I'm like,
2: that's, really awesome, fucking dude. that's a
0: moment. Fucking
2: yeah. yeah, man. Well, speaking of moments, my number three is Star Trek Picard season 3 nice. now if you'd have told me after the first two seasons that season 3 would be on my best
0: up list I'd be <laughs> yeah. like out of your fucking mind <laughs> we should go back and listen to the old podcast yeah, right.
2: because uh, Picard season 1 and 2 was dreck it was the worst it was painful painful you like my, my dad is a Star Trek fanatic and he was just like I cannot watch Picard anymore he was like it's ruining Star Trek I was like yeah I know dad I know <laughs> I was like but dad please listen watch season three and he was like well, i'm not watching season three please dad do like if you love the next generation watch it because it is the star trek show that we wanted and needed yeah. after some terrible tng movies i say terrible you know they're okay yeah
0: yeah yeah generation is first contact
2: uh but uh yeah it it, it, it has such a great story it has great villains great, it brings back the ensemble and the final four like the first four episodes are like a movie the middle Four episodes is like a movie, and then the two-part ending. It, it it has so many great nostalgia moments from TNG. Having all the cast together, and if, you, if you've not seen it yet, the, the there are some moments towards the end that I was teary-eyed. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. I'm so happy. And when it finished and the music was playing, I was like, I am I am so happy that I got to see this, and that all the actors were still alive to do this so that it actually ends Similarly to how the show ended all those years yeah. ago, so yeah, Picard season three, phenomenal. Uh, phenomenal, yeah, I loved it.
1: Uh, my number three and uh, best video game award cool. goes to Spider Man 2. Ah. Yeah, yeah cool <laughs> I knew spot. it was gonna come out, of course, it did. It's right.
0: fucking dead space. Uh, it sure? <laughs>
1: the, a lot of the reason is because I mean, to be fair, it's the game I spent the most time playing, yeah, last yeah. year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I put the most amount of time into it, which ironically was only I say only, it was like 25 hours. Yeah, Probably a bit sure. more once you were out, like just fucking around after the game. But, you yeah. know, uh, again, you know, Insomniac sequel to their incredibly successful Spider Man franchise, uh, introducing the ability to use both Peter Parker and Miles Morales in a joint adventure that includes having to battle Craven the Hunter as well as the symbiotes. If you've played this Sy- game, uh, anyone who's played this game, that Craven the Hunter movie is just going to fail because yeah. fucking Craven is a boss in this game. It's <laughs> so good. Um,. Insomniac decided to kind of reveal that Venom wouldn't be Brock uh, ahead of the game. I won't spoil who it is, but it's not, you know, uh, Eddie Brock in it. Um, personally, I enjoyed the way that they they sort of like played it into the story of Peter and his adaptation to fight with the, the black suit when he does eventually get it, which again, you've all seen in the, the trailers. Mm. Um, I mean, New York's bigger than it, you know, than previously. Uh, you've got new ways of traversing you know, there's some great custom swing options as well. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, it's you know, it's the swinging is a little too automatic for some people." But again, I, I changed a few settings and it's like fucking—you it, just feel like Spider-Man, dude, zipping around. It's phenomenal. Best-looking game as well. The um, flipping between them is seamless you just flip between miles and peter and for the most part can complete whatever you want with either characters a few submissions that are only for peter and same for miles but mm. that doesn't detract in fact it adds to it nice the, uh, the fast travel whereas before you had the um you'd see him on a subway in this as you uh you unlock regions fast travel by doing activities in that region and i mean you like you zoom into a point in new york and go fast travel and Spidey just zips into it in an instant. It's
2: that's that's nice. Amazing. That's um, nice. amazing.
1: Um, so that's great. And the combat is like, uh, again, the combat's kind of like you know, oh, it's about the same. I'm like, yeah, if it ain't broke, it was yeah, fucking great in the first one, right? Just, yeah, like, carry on with it. So I really enjoyed the combat. Um, the um, uh, he, MJ's missions are back, which was the biggest complaint from the first one. But at least she's got a bit more to do, and they're a bit more aggro this time. I quite liked them actually. The third act is basically an almighty boss fight that just delivers you know from a a huge chase through new york with the lizard to obviously um taking on the symbiote themselves getting to play as venom Mm. for a small portion of it which is fucking just brilliant um and then getting to see the um you know the evolution of peter's um character through the suit and also the way miles has to grow up in it it was great it's like you know probably like 20 22 hours of you know actual gameplay and then like a few hours afterwards just mop up and get the platinum it's an easy platinum as well but i just found myself just turning it on swinging through the city doing random tasks afterwards beating people up and they've in they've also added some features as it's you know gone on so like new game plus um i don't know if you've got the ability to replay the bosses you might have now um it's top tier, fucking, you get to play Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, he loves Spider Man. Yeah, one of
2: my favorite superheroes of all time. I remember, it's just
0: a no brainer. Yeah. I remember when me and this motherfucker were arguing that you couldn't, in what, Spider Man the animated series on the PlayStation 1, you couldn't actually go down to the city. And then Spider Man, the new movies yeah, came was out. was zipping Spider-Man, to nothing. Spider Man 1 and 2 came out, and we were like, you can go on the street! Dude, Spider <laughs> Man 2,
1: the video game <laughs> was, was fucking phenomenal. phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Uh, my number two. Um, is a shout out for Gary and myself um, because last year
2: I um, beat everyone else on Ian's yeah. list
0: <laughs> well calm down he's helping so, yeah, it as well I have <laughs>
2: done no yeah. more I
0: have um, last year we finally finished off well until they've released a fucking <laughs> another one our Halloween series which we had started back in the day because we thought it would be a good idea to do all the Halloween movies for Halloween um <laughs> and then it just became a fucking series of doing series of Halloween movies and as the years went on and then we got the Joseph, uh, the David Gordon Green uh, movie sorry uh, with Halloween 2016 yeah 2016 18, 20, 18. You know, I always get that number wrong um, and that was really really good and so we had to review that one and then Halloween fucking kills came out and we were like for fuck's sake <laughs> and then Halloween ends came out and it was we were like thank
1: god it's done
0: <laughs> like I did not want to do Halloween Ends, the review, because I fucking hated the movie. And then Gary had done all the Saw editing, like nine fucking Saw movies. And we were still uh, we were still reviewing films. And <laughs> they were like, here's and Saw 10. And I was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, ah, <laughs> fucking cunts. Um, but we, while we're doing, every summer we do our Halloween series of movies, but we're also still recording our weekly ones. So we're doubling up every year. So during tripling the a three a week tripling, or more, yeah. four a week sometimes. Um, and so Gary had gone through nine fucking Saw movies. And by that point, he was like, bruh, I'm fucking done. If I have to see fucking Tobin Bell's face or some gore or some shitty tape recording, I'm done. Do you mind doing uh halloween ends and i was like yeah and I, can't, I can't remember what film you did but whatever mannequin mannequin that was right <laughs> he was so funny. i was editing mannequin oh, i was I'm like so oh happy doing mannequin. <laughs> and i took halloween ends and the 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 review obviously if you've seen it it's like over an hour long and the two of us sit there and we we rip it apart and we take it apart and all this kind of stuff and i sat there and i took one whole day during the summer To edit it I said to Linda I said like I've got to get up I'm going to edit this film it's really long we ain't doing anything tomorrow. And that whole day it flowed. Now not a lot of you get this but when you're editing something you're either in the fucking zone and it just everything just flows at you the jokes the timings the cuttings you know what shots you're going to put where. And if the film doesn't flow, you're struggling. You're no, you're, yeah. you're floundering. Uh, There's been times I've brought a, a review back to Gary and I'm like, dude, I've only done half of it because I've been really busy, I lost my mojo, I didn't get it, and Gary's had to pick it up. Halloween ends flowed all the way through. I fucking all the jokes worked in, all the placements, everything we hated on just, just worked. And by the end of that day, I like I started at about nine o'clock in the morning. Purposely. I started at nine o'clock in the morning, I finished at eight o'clock at night, finishing the last couple of shots and that final shot after the credits. And I was so happy, I was so done. Taking into account that this would be the last, for the moment, the last Halloween movie we have. We've edited, we've, we've reviewed every Halloween movie, we've edited every single one. And... After 10 years of doing off-the-shelf reviews, you know, when we first started, people were like, oh, people aren't going to want to listen to you, they ain't going to want to... And we were just like, we don't care. This is what Gary and I do. We talk movies. Sometimes we hate on them. Sometimes we love them. Sometimes we'll fucking beat the shit out of each other, because one of us is telling the other one that he's fucking wrong, you know? That's because you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But still, like... Like when you two had your little thing. i so well, me and, arguing colour with the fucking blind man. Me and Andy, we're going to go see the Halloween movies. I'm like, well, why the fuck can't I come? Well, because it's a me and Andy thing. And we got that yeah. picture where the two of you are like, hey, we're so excited to see this movie. And then you're we like... literally didn't say
1: anything <laughs> like that, by the way. We oh said, hey, we're going to go watch the Halloween movies. And you were like, fuck up.
0: Well, no, I know, <laughs> I, I would have liked to have seen Halloween, but you guys went on your own and saw it but I didn't want to go see Halloween Kills because I'd wicked it and it was like, this is shit. And I certainly didn't want to see fucking Halloween Ends and it was shit. But, like I said, 10 years. Good work, man. 10, well 10 done, guys. years of doing that. It just all paid off. It was wonderful. Like, if, if, Knock on wood. It
2: broke a record, actually, for because we, uh, we had a premiere for it for the Halloween series on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, we had more than 200 people watching the premiere for it,
0: which was a record for us. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, like I said, knock on wood, knocking on my head. Like, we get all the way through 2024, but if, if something was ever to happen and, and things started to up, I'll always be able to take that moment and say, hey, you and I, we did the whole fucking Halloween movies in 10 fucking years.
2: Yeah. Nice. You top that bitch <clears throat> Well, <laughs> my number two.
0: <laughs> it's also my number it's two. It's
2: also so your can, number we, two. We can do this together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is also my T V show of the year.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. It also wins Performance of the Year.
2: Performance of the Year, yeah. Wow. For yeah. Mr. Hamill. Mr. hamill Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's the fall of the house of Usher. No if bar. you've been listening to the podcast you've heard me and Andy gush over this show. Uh Mike flanagan is a fantastic. I love all of his work. I'm literally going to be hanging off anything that he releases at any any point in the year. Uh The Fall of the House of Usher is a wicked show. Uh, I'm literally struggling for words. I'm like, what are all the best words in the universe? <laughs> because that was this show. Yeah. Every all, all, episode all the fucking all blood, song. sex, gore and storytelling. <laughs> you know. I mean. Yeah, it had everything. Like every episode built into the next one so well. The way it escalated. It was so dark and haunting. The atmosphere, the characters, the deaths. Ugh, my, I, I'm, I'm lost for words. Or every, I say it's Mike Vannegan.
1: falls out of Bruce Greenwood's fucking mouth. It
2: was, yeah. It was so beautifully written and then so well expertly executed. performed. Yeah. I just am at a loss to describe it. I should have written something
1: similar to Last of Us. The the storytelling aspect of sort of like we're going to start here, you know, and then we're going to run this thread through every episode, and then you're also going to go to here with each different character Mm. and run that thread, and then we're going to come back to this point and kind of advance it a little bit for the next one. It's just masterful, man. It was fucking masterful. We we talked so much because obviously it plays into. I mean, synopsis wise, it's about you know these two siblings who. Uh, build this empire of this pharmaceutical company it runs very fucking uh, parallel to Purdue Pharma who you know Painkiller was based on that's why we said we were trying to we were trying to push these into one entry in a way yeah um you know so and it's about that coming crashing down due to the actions of a woman from their past and I'm really trying to skate around not spoiling the fuck out of it because but if you've not seen it you really they should are advertising yourself.
0: that you should watch it I, I should. It's on I Netflix keep, again. I keep like meaning to, but eighty-five percent of my list, it's on Netflix. So um. <laughs> part of me, I, I like, I wanted to watch it, but part of me is just like, uh, I'm good. But I do kind of secretly want to stick Linda in a room, go watch this, and walk out. <laughs> it's it's just in really a wait to see what happens in the white. Oh, she'll be there for eight hours. It's, it's still just, good. it's just yes. cultural,
1: man. The, the parallels that it pulls between, like you know, real life situations court drama and then it goes into the like the fantastical side of it which is normally what causes the blood and gore and it is gory it catches you it catches you unawares with the gore in it but there there just isn't a weak link in that show there isn't like a "Ah, i didn't really enjoy that episode or "Ah, i could have got rid of this person but i'm just going to say that mark hamill again pulls one of the the most off type frightening he needs his own spin off show. Oh, That's how I, want good he was. I want to see like the history of this man brought to life. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's incredible on it. So I, I loved it. We, we talked about it straight away as soon as we saw it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, number one, then. Do you Here want to my number one and then we'll go through? Yeah, if you want. Yeah.
1: To, yeah. Uh, well, my number one, which wins Best Action and kicked John Wick out <laughs> of my top
0: 10. <laughs> All the way off your top 10, is Extraction 2. Oh, uh, yeah, he's gonna do his Chris Hemsworth. Extraction yeah. two. Extraction <laughs> two
1: was my. Was Are you like the most fucking fun I had watching anything last year? Extraction one was a, an action movie on Netflix. It came out during
2: the early lockdown. Yeah, uh.
1: uh, about um, a guy called Tyler Rake who is a an extraction specialist, and in that one, you, you know, you see he's he's tasked with uh, rescuing the son of a local sort of like politician. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, uh, it, it runs very similar to John Wick in the way that it's made by someone who was a stunt coordinator, you know, much like John Wick. Yeah. Um, so, man, the one shots in this are just phenomenal. Extraction 2, again, we see the same th- you know, the thought dead Tyler Rake. Um, in this one, because spoilers, of, from the, yeah, first yeah, basically, one. <laughs> um, he's charged with kind of extra Well, it's not really a spoiler to say he didn't die in the first one. you thought he did when there's an extraction too. right? Yeah, um, you know, he's, he's tasked with extracting the family of a crime boss um, that that are in prison. Uh, there's these two crime bosses that are brothers. One of them's in prison, um, and his family's in there with it. Who happens to be his ex sister-in-law? He's then charged
0: with getting her right, children. Right? Help. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's a one-shot... say one-shot, it's very cleverly edited. But there's essentially a one-shot of him going into this prison, getting them out of their cell, and then having to get them out of the prison when a riot kicks off. And it's just some of the gnarliest fucking shit you will ever see. If you're a fan of action... Okay. If you had to watch that fucking Expendables movie, which was shot on a fucking green screen, to see... Chris Hemsworth fighting his way out of a prison, having himself set on fire, and then just going "fuck it" and punching people with his arms that are on fire. It will really wash that taste out of your mouth.
2: Okay, it's, um, <laughs> I you want to see this now?
1: <laughs> it, it's it's rare as well to say. Easy. I was like, I think it was better it, than the first one because it,
2: it looked super generic. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, it so good. Good. That was the it, thing. It
1: does, it does. And do you know what? The first one had a, a, a decent enough plot, but almost they kind of tried to like. Add too much of that plot mm. in where it's like, no, 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 just having fuck people up, just, <laughs> just go on, keep doing that. In this one, they, they, they sort of they set you on the path. There, there is a good little, you know, bit of a, not quite a twist, but you see, like, you know, changes coming within some of the characters. Yeah. But they just let it play through as this full-on action, fucking epic dude. Okay. He goes from the prison to like having to be on a train and defending that from helicopters to being in like this plush building. You know, um, so where he's having a fight feet, feet, from feet, an elite, yeah, you know, yeah. unit. Man, there's a fight in a gym where there's stuff that's waiting to happen that you can. See. Oh, God, that's gonna happen. <laughs>
2: gonna happen! It's gonna happen!
1: It's yes! like, gonna. <laughs> okay, okay. It's um. Well, so you know Isn't he so utterly believable in this
3: action
0: role? Yeah, remember as well. this is the same guy who doesn't like that space remake.
2: Yeah, I know, but oh, contradiction in the universe. I'm, I'm still so willing to give this a go. <laughs> yeah, like, a go. I, I, I would
0: absolutely watch Extraction.
2: Yeah,
1: you still enjoy it just as an action movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no, You second. can't not enjoy it. It's it's Chris so well shot. it's from But then, like right. I said, the second one up the action This is, uh, I believe, it's penned by the Russo brothers. Okay, and this is one ah, where I'm like, wow, yeah. I'm like, right now that you've done, done this with Netflix, I'm like, fucking put the next, put the third one in cinemas, just roll the dice and put the third one in cinemas yeah. because it absolutely deserves a cinema release. Okay, um, so I, I'm, I'm holding out. I'll watch as many of these as they want to put out. Because um, just just that that again that tactile just is gnarly as fuck.
0: Nice, no. yeah. But mm-hmm. I'll give that one a go for sure. Uh, my number one is a shout out to um, all the people that bought me games last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like Annie, you gotta been, buy stuff to get on the list, people. <laughs> Andy's been making fun of me. Andy's been making fun of me, but I did actually. Pre- I did actually bring my fucking Switch with me just in case anything, you know, got boring and I wanted to carry <laughs> on playing uh, the game that I've got in there at the moment. But, like, the one I wrote down majorly was the fact that uh, they, they, they dropped Metal Gear Solid Collection, uh, Master Collection, Volume 1, as they're calling it at the moment. They dropped that last year and it came out on the Switch. And I know what people think, but fuck me. The fact that this portable device, this Nintendo portable device has got practically every single fucking great game i've ever liked and always wanted to go back and play on and then all of a sudden they come along and they go hey here's the metal gear solid series portable now i already have metal gear solid portable on my psp but the psp has been dead for about seven fucking almost ten years I was gonna say a decade yeah um so the fact that now all of a sudden I've <laughs> don't got don't worry,
1: their new one doesn't look like it's doing much better. <laughs> the fact I've
0: got now Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, and Metal Gear Solid 3 portable. Like Metal Gear Solid 3 portable is fucking just mind blowing enough. More, more, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 is one of the greatest games ever made. To be able to sit there portable and move around, it's just mind blowing. On top of that,
1: you really move around while you're playing it. Yeah, bullshit. No, sadly, I,
0: I walk into the kitchen, get myself a beer, and I walk back in the front room.
1: I what whilst whilst playing bro, it? Bro, no, that, I'm asking whilst playing it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Bro, I played it in the bath. Right, yeah, fuck you with your PS5s and your fucking Xboxes and your top gaming fucking I want PC. to play them in the bath. Wanna fuck you you want to play in the bath. You want to play in your fucking school. I want to chill in the bath and watch something. Not, not, just, not just that. Like, the wife got me the Metal Gear Solid collection for my uh, for my birthday and it was just the greatest gift um, for Christmas. Uh, for my birthday, sorry. But on top of that, Andy went out and got me um, All Elite Wrestling Fight Forever for the Switch. And like I said, as a big wrestling fan... This game came out last year. It's not the best wrestling game out there, but I had to get it because I'm a wrestling fan. (sighs) It goes in my collection. I've got stars in there. Like I said, Cody Rhodes and CM Punk, who are now in the Royal Rumble tonight... Are still in AEW my game? They don't even work for that fucking company anymore. It's fucking.
1: Mate, there's, there's never been a wrestling game that's not hit the deck, that's just exactly. completely outdated. <laughs> like, whether it's music, gimmick, whatever. It was yeah, like yeah. Gary, you don't have a
0: beard anymore. Gary, Gary got me uh, Red Dead Redemption for my for my birthday. Portable fucking Red Dead Redemption. I've been playing it the last couple of uh, last couple of days. I've been riding around Mexico. Oh my god, I. I came across some uh, police guards, some Mexican guards were about to shoot this guy. And I was so pissed off <laughs> at how I was being treated by some of the Mexican people in the town. I just shot the guards and let the guy go. And then yeah. then last night while I was playing it, there were some guards shooting at a guy as he was running away. So I went to lasso the guy to slow him down so they could catch up with him. They got pissed off at me. I had to shoot them. Of course, I had to. <laughs> it's Red Dead. It's, it's Red Dead. <laughs> you know the, the 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 fact that like I got the Tony Hawk's One and Two remasters uh, for the Switch as well. You know I've got the Batman trilogy. I've been playing Arkham Asylum. Mark Hamill again as the Joker. Yeah, uh, portable, I can play Batman it Arkham Asylum is. in the bath. <laughs> I could go to the Why t- <laughs> Are you obsessed with playing in the bath? <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm it. obsessed yeah. with playing games that. At one point you could never move away from your fucking TV. You know, you had to have it all hooked up on this thing. You can't move away from the room. Now I can get up and I Where can Where the games are. I can I can I can get in my car and while the wife is driving to Saints piece, I can play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas or Metal Gear Solid or Red Dead Redemption or All Elite Wrestling or fucking whatever the fuck.
1: Hey I, listen, whatever stops you from having
0: to talk to your wife, I'm all behind that. <laughs> yeah. Whatever stops you from talking to anybody. It's fucking amazing, but I also want to, like I said, with the shout-outs to the guys that got me all those gifts uh, this year, I want to shout-out to you guys as well for getting me those gifts. I know you always whinge that I always give you ideas, you know, but... I thank you demands give us (laughs) demands thank you for giving me it's not an idea I want to thank you for giving me Red Dead Redemption fucking just great to have it technology is surpassed I knew
2: exactly what you wanted
0: (laughs) because you told you right and I can sit there here's an idea on my chair with my feet up with my switch in my hand playing games that are just fucking iconically classic while watching shit on the TV amazing just amazing technology. Oh,
2: man. it's. I'm chuffed to be uh, a part of your, your list, Ian. Yeah, I'm right. glad that we've made uh, an impact on you. Yeah, yeah, man. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, man.
1: Glad you were thinking yeah. of us in the bath,
2: dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sweet. One hand on my switch.
2: Alrighty, so all I'll just uh, <laughs> list off my ten, all the way up to my number one. So it was Aliens, Dark Descent, Talk To Me, The Holdovers, Evil Dead Rise, Moon Man, Dead Space Remake, Evil Dead 4 Remake, Star Trek Picard Season 3, The Fall of the House of Usher, and my number one piece of media of 2023, if you haven't heard me say it already... You know what's coming. It's Baldur's Gate 3. The game smashed records. It's because he
0: didn't play Metal Gear Solid. That's because yeah. I didn't
2: play Metal Gear Solid. Not in 2023. <laughs> I mean, I played it when it played came it out like 25 96. years ago. Yeah, in like a reasonable yeah.
1: time frame like the rest of us.
2: <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 is absolutely uh, mesmerizing. It's uh, it's turn-based RPG combat with the D&D rule set. Some fantastic, some of the best voice acting of the year without doubt, the incredible music, the great storylines, even the side missions are interesting. Yeah, it, it suffered on the PC with some performance issues, especially towards the third act. Uh, but in terms of the replayability, the customization, the graphics, the music, everything about it is top tier, and mm-hmm. it's a reason why other games companies were turning around going, Well, don't expect us to be able to make games of that quality, so like, fuck it's off, we like,
0: should be trying
2: they have set the level for what to expect with this type of game it is absolutely phenomenal what they achieved larian studios you know they don't mess around there's no day one dlc there's no microtransactions. you get the full experience to so the fullest that they can release and they've done nothing but support and patch and build upon it releasing extra content for nothing uh they are an absolute treasure within the games yeah. industry you must that,
0: be protected at all costs they absolutely should <laughs> they, did they divinity really should too yeah all right. they did mm-hmm. divinity 2 I got it for the Switch over <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Deep-based RPG, baby.
2: Nice. I'm glad you're finally getting around to play <laughs> it. How, again, how it waterproof is... is
1: that fucking thing, in all seriousness? Because if you drop that once in the bad... <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Jesus.
0: I'll have to buy a whole new Switch.
2: Alrighty. Well, I think that completes our top Yes. Test. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a, a small break. Yes. And I know it'll... you guys got to get to a rumble soon, but we also have... Your Q&A. Yes. So we'll be right back. And welcome back to the third part of the podcast where you can see or whether you can hear, I'm actually by myself. Ian and Andy had to rush off. It is Wrestle, it's not WrestleMania, it is Royal Rumble night. And so they did have some plans. We knew that because the podcast gap was so uh, long, uh, we had a lot of catch up to do and in uh, our top tens, uh, you know, there was a lot we wanted to discuss and go over. So it was understandable that we did go over time. That being said, if you did post a question on Facebook or or, uh, any of the other social media platforms, we're going to postpone those till next month. So only the questions that were asked today during the live recording of the podcast are the ones I'm going to answer now as best I can. If there are um royal rumble related questions i'll do my best to answer with the very little knowledge i have and if any of the questions were directed at ian or andy i'll try to answer for them or i will might save the question for the next podcast uh, as best i can uh, so uh let's let's do this the first question we have here is from y2john great for the question thank you for the question john as of 2024 marks oh sorry, as 2024 marks the 40 years of Freddy, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you think a new Nightmare movie will release anytime soon? I think it's long overdue, and I have my fingers crossed. you know what, John? I've got my my uh, knived fingered gloves crossed too. Robert Englund has gone on record to say he's kind of done, like he doesn't have the energy. Uh, to be able to, you know, emote Freddy Krueger like he would like to, like he did in his prime. He thinks he's a bit too old to do it. I think that's. I don't. I think he's still got one more good Freddy Krueger performance in him. I really do. I think he would enjoy it and relish it a, a, as much as the fans would. It has to be him. If they're going to. Uh, Robert Englund's already got ideas. He thinks Kevin Bacon should be the next Freddy Krueger. I'm like, well, if you were. I mean. <laughs> We love Kevin Bacon, but I think he's also a little bit too old as well, you know? Uh, but yeah, it would have to be... We're not going to accept a replacement easily. We're just not. Like, Robert England is that character. They proved it when they tried to do Nightmare on Elm Street 2 without him. Like, we need that performance. Uh, they tried to do something different with it with the remake, and that didn't work. It, we want the what we know, what we like. So... It's it's a tough one, for sure. I don't think they should do prequels. I do think that they could move the story forward and go on. I'd not like I don't want a sequel to the remake already. Um, so it's a tough one. Now, I know a couple of years ago the Craven Estate, I think, got the rights back to Kruger, uh, or to Freddy Kruger, or Nightmare on Elm Street, and they literally opened uh the, the 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 floodgates to anyone anyone out there with a script idea for a film idea for something related to freddy to bring it to them and they might pursue it we haven't heard anything now maybe that's because the studios are, maybe they don't want to touch it after the remake maybe they don't have the same faith in it that the estate does so it, it's it's kind of in limbo but at the same time like, maybe it's better that it is left out. I mean, I would love another Freddy movie, but only with Robert Englund, you know? Um, so maybe it would be best left because we've seen what's happened with the Hellraiser. Uh, I mean, the Hellraiser reboot was fine. Oh, oh, I haven't done a review of it yet. I've only seen it the once. Uh, but, you know, Jason's in limbo. You know, Halloween has been kicked around and it's going to get kicked around some more. Maybe leave Freddy where it was. Maybe leave it where it was. Maybe it just won't work in a modern you know, audience for a modern audience. It might not work. Uh, I mean, only the, only the, uh, the, the original one. And, uh, I guess, uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare were like the big horror ones, like, you know, three, as much as I love it, it's my favorite one. Yeah. It, it does, it, it does go away from the horror aspect maybe. Uh, so yeah, it's a tough question. I personally would love for another one. It has been, it is long overdue, but at the same time, like maybe that franchise needs to end where it did. Yeah. Uh, Great question, though. Thank you, John. Alrighty, the next question is from Matt Midgley. Cheers for asking questions, Matt. Uh, This one is for Ian and Andy. Uh, If you can have a night out with a wrestler who has passed away, someone from the current roster, and a retired wrestler, who are you picking? Um, I'll I'll try to answer this one, Matt. Um, I'm trying to think of wrestlers who have passed away, a night out with them. Um... Help you, might need to help me out here. <laughs> uh, wrestlers who have passed away. Uh, let me let me uh let me have a quick Google while I'm here. I mean, uh, <laughs> I might recognize some of them. Um, let's have a quick gander, shall we? A Rick, F- I mean, I was gonna say Rick Flair is still alive, isn't he? Uh, You know, because some of the ones... Because I've watched The Dark Side of the Ring. And there's been some amazing uh, uh, stories on there. Like behind the scenes of some of these wrestlers. I didn't have a clue what was going on. um, Which is why I've always found it really fascinating. Um, But uh, you know what? Neo Nick has just written in the chat. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero was amazing. He was such a talent. He would be a great person uh, to go out uh, on a night drinking with. Absolutely. Uh, Someone from the current roster... Um, are we talking wrestler of any kind because in that case I'll take um, oh no is Edge did Edge just retire I don't know if Edge has retired yet but I think he's about to so I take Edge from the current roster but I think he also left WWE so I'm just talking wrestling in general because I think Edge is still wrestling <laughs> Edge hasn't retired yet it's okay so we're, t- we're taking Edge and Eddie Guerrero and uh, and now a retired wrestler. Now I think Triple H is retired, so I, I get to use my answer of Triple H. So I'm going to take Triple H, Edge, and Eddie Guerrero. That's us going uh, out for the for the night. That sounds pretty dope, actually. <laughs> I've talked myself into it now, Matt. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Yo, uh, my name is Duke the Doom Guy. Uh, Ian has joined us in the live chat. It's great to see you, Ian. I'm glad you made it home safe. <laughs> next question is from richie scarface thank you for the question richie hey guys awesome podcast as always my question is if you were in charge of a buffy reboot film or series who would you cast as the scooby gang and would you bring back any of the og actors as different characters i just couldn't do it if i was involved in a buffy reboot i'd be like no 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 stay in that same universe i don't care how you go about it whoever you have to get the rights from i mean buffy's definitely is over at disney now right because buffy was 20th century fox or no no they were warner brothers no they ended up changing network i'm not sure who owns buffy at the moment but i know that the joss was playing around with the reboot of buffy set more modern and then, then then, there was also the discussion of it being in the same universe, but kind of a retelling of the story again anyway. I was like, well, why call it Buffy then? Um... I mean, I still rewatch Buffy from time to time. I was actually listening to Slayers. It's like the eight hour long audio drama uh, and listening to all those characters, those actors come back and give it their all. You know, Cordelia, Spike, Giles, Anya, Tara, Clem and a bunch of others. You know, it's uh, uh, it's when I'm, I've been listening to them while I've been editing or doing something else. And like when they walk into the magic box and it's audio only, in my mind, I'm there. I see them. I know exactly where they're standing. I know how they're moving around. Uh, I, I think, I think because Buffy was such a cult hit, it has a legion of fans behind it. Buffy, Angel, that universe. And we want to go back there. We really do. We, we I've been a fan for it a long time. It's, you know, a new Buffy would not be aimed at me. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, you know, I was growing up. I was in my teens when Buffy was out. It was perfect. So I, I would struggle maybe to gel with a new adaptation of it. Um, that being said, I, I, I'd find it really hard to cast anyone because I think the casting originally of Buffy is so perfect down to every single character from the mayor, Faith, Giles, like all, all of the auxiliary characters, the main villains, you know, they were so good. Granted, like one of the, you know, the first season of Buffy was episodic storytelling. So, um, like it, you know, there was the later seasons of Buffy was like two onwards, really that broke the mold of television where they were doing long season arcs, you know, without, you know, you know they had plenty of standalone episodes, of course. I mean that was kind of mandated by the network, uh, so that people could tune in and go, "Oh, it's just a random episode. I don't have to know what happened in the previous thirty episodes." You know. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would re- I'd really struggle to recast Richie. Honestly, I would bring back the same cast, all of them that are still going. I know, like like uh, David Boreanaz has said, he won't ever come back to play Angel, not in TV form, only in a movie. I was like, all right, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> um, It's unfortunate that you feel such a way about that character that you'd only do it in a film form. But I get it. I understand it. You played the part for long enough. Uh, But also, it's the aging thing. Like, vampires don't age. I'm like, get some good makeup. Like, like technology and makeup is good enough. Fans would buy it. Though, granted, the um, James Masters, who play spike he's the one who starts to say in the audio drama he's the only one who i'm thinking like you sound a little bit older you do sound a lot older uh which is fine though but yeah a tough one to answer though richie i'm sorry i can't uh i can't do a recasting for you um because i, I just wouldn't it's just it's sacred buffy is one of my favorite shows of all time so i, I just it's sacrilegious for me to consider a recasting um If I had more time, I do apologize. Obviously, this Q&A is truncated because it's late and I'm on my own. Uh, Maybe if I had, uh, we could break it down, but I I would really struggle. I would really struggle. Uh, Would you add anyone to the Buffy show? Um, Any actors or actresses? That's a good question. Um, I I would add, I mean, I was going to say Nathan Fillion, but he's already, uh, he was already the big bad. He was the, the first evil in the final season. Um uh i'm trying to think of course uh some of my favorite actors in the world obviously i'd get bruce campbell in there <laughs> i get sam rockwell in there um i don't know It's a good question <laughs> But we're gonna move on to the next one though we spent enough time talking about buffy for a minute but uh thank you for the question though richie really appreciate that dude Alrighty. Uh, next question comes in from code dude. Thank you code dude for the question. Quick one. What are your three most anticipated movies of 2024? Mine would be Dune part two, Joker part two and Godzilla versus Kong or Godzilla X Kong. Uh, the new empire got to have a popcorn movie in there. Uh, my most anticipated movies are, uh, alien. Uh, is it Romulus? The new alien movie? Uh, Ghostbusters, I was going to say Afterlife, but I mean Ghostbusters Frozen Empire and probably Dune Part 2. Uh, yeah, uh, although uh, Godzilla vs. Kong as well. Yeah, okay, I, I like my kaiju movie, so that, that one would be in there as well as a number four, for sure. Even though everyone knows I didn't like uh, Godzilla minus one, but uh, I, I'm there for Kong. Like I, I guess I'm a Kong boy. I'm a monkey boy, not a lizard boy. <laughs> oh, excuse me cheers for the question code dude thank you let's see else what we got here next question is from neo nick neo nick asks big hello from nz broskies first of all thanks for another great podcast it's great to see you all again in the new year uh, my question is what's your thoughts on the crow that will be coming out soon thanks again lads thank you for the question nick um we have talked about this one on uh, one of the other um on a previous podcast uh, of course, The Crow is an absolutely amazing film, culturally uh, you know, memorable, significant in, in the genre uh, of film. Of course, Brandon Lee, amazing son of Bruce Lee, death on set, made a big part, uh, you know, I can't think of anything like that since like uh, Heath Ledger, I guess. I mean, even it wasn't killed on set, he you know, died on the film. Um, absolutely amazing. The cinematography, the music of The Crow, the original Crow, the performances everything about it it was it was perfect they're like an absolute brilliant adaptation from comic book to film all of the crow sequels yeah they have their moments but they mostly suck so like only the original story really holds up and all the crow sequels are pretty much just remakes of that first one anyway they didn't feel like sequels right just felt like another crow movie uh, and so that's kind of where i am with this new crow movie i'm like it's just another crow movie it's not the crow it's just another crow movie that's how i feel about it uh, i've got to watch it uh, i'll be curious to see what they do with it it's a remake of course with movie remakes we're always hesitant anyway so uh, we'll have to just give it a go we'll just have to give it a go and see um, but yeah i'm uh, i'm 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 reluctant uh, but i'm hopeful yeah if they get the music score right if they get that that cityscape right uh, and and of course the the uh, the, the lead performance uh, I, hope, I hope they get it all right. But even then, like, they have to get all of the bad guys, like the gang, they've got to get them right, and they've got to do Devil's Night justice, you know? And, I mean, good luck recasting Top Dollar uh, compared to the, the guy, I always forget, his that Michael Wincott? Uh, his, him, is Top Dollar, fantastic, you know? So, yeah, good luck trying to beat the original Crow movie. You're going to have a hard time doing it, but I'm willing to see them try. <laughs> Thank you for the question. Next question is from Unliving Weevil. Thank you for the question, Weevil. Hey lads, so glad I got in for the stream. My question is, have any of you seen Alpha Dog? It stars Justin Timberlake and Bruce Willis. It's based on a true crime story about a drug deal and kidnapping. Definitely one of my favourite films. Unliving Weevil, I'm sorry to say, I have not seen this movie. Uh, I have not, not even heard of this movie to be honest. Uh, so yeah I mean I do like uh I do like Bruce Willis movies and considering well sadly we're not gonna get any newer Bruce Willis movies I'm kind of glad that I've got one to go back to and I'm hearing in the chat that it's um uh, uh a hidden gem and it's also got Ben Foster in it as well and Ben Foster is a great actor as well so Alpha dog uh that's one to put on my to watch list really need to get to that one uh thank you for the recommendation weaver I will take that one as a recommendation. And, uh, and try and get to it. Alrighty. We've got one more question here. And this one is from Mr. Will Guitar. If you could put three John Carpenter movies together, which would you choose? And how would the movie play out? <clears throat> I'd have Mike Myers lost in the fog while the thing makes replicas of everyone. <laughs> Jesus, what a nightmare. Um, Wow, I mean... Uh, i would i guess like i'm the first thing i'm going to do is think of my top three john carpenter movies which is probably uh the thing is number one uh in the mouth of madness maybe christine or big trouble in little china i'm like yeah christine's the demonic car thing you can't really you know there's only finite amount of stuff you can do with christine if you're going to jail the other movies together so if we go in big trouble in little china like we've got a we've got a playing field in there already of you know magic wizards and superpowers and ninjas and old mysterious Chinese lore. Throw the thing in there, in the in the mouth of madness. Oh yeah, like that's gonna be messed up. Sam Neil is starring. Sam Neil and Kurt Motherfucking Russell are starring in this one. Okay, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean oh we could have Jack Burton as well so would it because we've got The Thing and Big Trouble would we get double Kurt Russell in one movie (laughs) this is great with Sam Neill which I love as well and I'm sorry to hear that he's uh, having medical issues right now yeah you know what Prince of Darkness would thematically probably blend in a little bit better but I've gone wacky I've gone I've gone wacky Big Trouble wacky In the Mouth of Madness and then super serious The Thing (laughs) <laughs> man i'm just i just want to see two uh cut two cut Russells in one movie now i think that's a good point to end on i do apologize that this q a is uh, uh sadly quiet uh or sadly short obviously we don't have two more voices uh to fill in uh, those questions no halloween i'm afraid halloween is actually pretty low down on my favorites of john carpenter i know it's you know it's a, it's a sacred movie for sure but yeah I mean, I appreciate it, but it's it's not the Nightmare on Elm Street or the Hellraisers or the Fred or the Jason movies or I don't know. It's 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 just one movie for me. I just the rest. <laughs> no, although I do have a soft spot for Halloween four. It's been a while since I've seen it, though. <laughs> Alrighty, so I just want to say a huge thank you for everyone that did submit your question. If you did submit your question uh, on Facebook, uh, we, do st- we do still have it and we will postpone those questions uh, to the February podcast. And because February is a short month, that podcast will roll around in no time at all. So uh, once again, I just want to say a huge Fist bump and thank you to everyone that tuned in for the live show of the podcast, and for everyone that's listening or watching this back on YouTube or SoundCloud or wherever it is that you uh, listen to your your podcast. And if you've made it all the way to the end of listening to this, maybe you put it on before you went to bed. I hope you're sleeping well. Maybe you're listening to this while you're on the way to or back from work. I hope your day was excellent. Thank you for choosing Off the Shelf to listen to. I hope you have a wonderful. Kickass 2024, and we'll see you on the next one.